the party is playing the waiting game, as the days go by with no sign of Zaz showing up. They keep themselves busy as best they can to break the tedium of the wait. Yaramir performs a ritual to see if he can discover more about the entity that touched his mind some time ago. He discovers stars missing from the constellation of Melchis, but not much more. After then a run-in with some kobolds, and Yaramir identifying more of the magic items, nothing interesting happens during the wait. Eventually the tedium gets too much, and they leave a sign for any would-be rescuers and set off exploring. They run into some gnolls, and it seems they have inflicted enough casualties on the gnoll population to gain their respect. The gnolls give them some information about locations of note in exchange for some trinkets. Following the gnolls' directions, they find a ruined fort in a mountain pass. It seems uninhabited, but mostly intact. While the others search the fort, Yaramir spots the dragon in the distance. Despite this, they decide to stay overnight, and the next day, Grimes climbs the mountain for a better vantage of the area, and Faris discovers a hidden book, which he hands to Yaramir to decipher. The next morning, when William goes outside to answer nature's call, he notices the dragon watching him, but it flies off when the cow takes out his shield. The party decide now is not the time to do honourable battle with a dragon and head out again, but Grimes notices the dragon observing them and they decide to keep ignoring it, which seems to work as it does not murder them horribly. Near the end of the day, the dragon flies off, and the party spends a quiet evening reciting dirty limericks. Eventually, they safely reach Treasure Town again, but there is still no sign of Zaz or a ship. The next day, they spot ship sails in the distance. Will the party slay the dragon? Does the dragon just want someone intelligent to talk to? Is the ship friendly? Let's find out now on Frozen Frontier. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Frozen Frontier. How are you guys doing today? Good. I'm doing fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> so Greg's not doing so well. <laughs> and he's soldiering through. Yeah, he's a brave man. Respect. Wait. So, we've all heard the recap. We know where we left off. A ship on the horizon. Alright, was it first thing in the morning? Did we see yeah, the ship? I, I, yeah. It was like midday, right? It was sometime okay. during the day. I don't, it was early The specifics the of it, I don't, it, it I don't think matter. Yeah. Let's, let's roll a d4 to see who it is that sees it. Gonna go in order. You just really want to see it, don't you? Oh, it's me. Clutch. Shouldn't we scale this by our perception? Yeah. Uh, good point. I feel like right. I'd have a Cap greater chance. Captain, Captain Marshall sees it first. All right. So I'm, I'm taking a walk along the edge of the, the edge of the shore, yeah, and I see the ship in the distance. Hey, do I recognize the sails, Neil? Or you know, is yes. it? Is it? 
Is well, it definitely I mean, the sails aren't the sails are the sails, right? They're all the same. Um, it is flying a Caldonian, uh, not a Caldonian, a Drekasian flag, and uh, it's coming in your direction. It's the flying Dutchman. May I suggest draconian? Um, hold on. I have something on my character sheet that pertains to sailing. Oh. I have rudimentary sailing symbol language. Oh. That's, that's like yeah, a, you, you just so and things. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was the like... SMH. We're having technical difficulties. <laughs> oh, yeah. So in recognizing the ship then. That's like a heraldry. Okay. Does, uh, does our knight oh. have that skill? I've got heraldry, yeah. So do I recognize the... Uh... Yeah, I think that's why he told you it was the Drekian mm. flag. Yeah. Well, you all can recognize the Drekian flag. It's the flag of yeah, your hometown. Do you right. assemble the party? Or... Yeah, so I, I, I run back to the... Well, not run. You know, brisk walk back to the center of town and grab everyone. Guys, uh, there's sails in the distance. It's us. Come with me. Good timing. Yaramir's gotten oh. sick as a dog overnight. Yeah, I don't fancy another night in the tent with him. You'll love it. <laughs> yeah, yes. We need to get you oh, back. Uh... Come here, I'll give you a kiss. <laughs> You'll die out here with a fever like that, Yaramir. Let's get you back to the fort. And uh, I take everyone back to the edge of the shore. Uh, fairly. Yeah, the, the time passes quickly enough, and soon long boats are pulled up on shore. You guys are loaded in and rowed back out to the ship. Uh, they, don't any... use the, they don't use the docks? They, like, pull up to the... To no, the they, they kind of hang out a bit in the distance and send long boats. <clears throat> Are there docks here, Ryan? I thought the yeah. docks were over by the lighthouse. Saltport has some... I think Treasure Town had wo- remains of wooden docks, but they were too sketchy or something like that. They so were they super just, sketchy. Send rowboats up to the... Okay. Yeah, you're going to, like... They, they might want to inspect the docks to make sure there's okay. no sunken ships nearby. So you sort of glossed over this, on. but I, it's assumed that these so are the same, same rowboats. We probably even recognize some of the sailors. Yeah, is this the same crew? As they approach, okay. you can recognize Zaz's crew. Okay. Um, yes. So we yeah, throw our gear aboard and... Uh, Left so get back it takes a, yeah. a little bit to get you guys on board with your sled and all of your crap and everything. Um, but after maybe an hour of toiling, you guys find yourself. This is, yeah, aboard Zaz's ship, the Sea Skipper. Zaz, Zaz doesn't have a cut of this run, does she? Yeah, we no. paid up front. Okay. Yeah, what run? I um, ain't got any stuff. As you're climbing up onto the ship, uh, you notice that Zaz is now wearing arm pa- uh, shoulder patches with two little uh, stripes on them, indicating that she is an officer in the Navy now. Whoa. Shall we all sing the song? <laughs> so I... Uh, so no- notice, I assume it's just William that notices this. I think... I I think anyone would notice it. It's pretty obvious. Like, these are, you know, she's wearing officer patches on her shoulders. Her her cuffs have patches, or have um, little stripey thingies, too. It's her title, officer. Congratulate. Uh, It would be Lieutenant. Captain. Captain Lieutenant. Lieutenant Captain. Lieutenant or Captain. You're maybe about a month late. She gives you a... A look, uh, more like a kind of impatient look, and before you know, you guys really have a time to settle in. She hands Captain Marshall a letter, a, a scroll that is rolled up. 
What's this? I, I take it. I look at the seal on the letter. It has the red fox of Princess Sela Solvik on it. If you look ah. in your handouts, you can now see that you have a particular scroll. If you'd like to share it and read it aloud to everyone, that's fine. I can share it with everyone, but for now, it's just yours to see. Okay. I will read it myself first. Are you okay. able to read, William? He's an it's officer. It's not a serious question, Elf. I, it's just such a fleeting talent among humans, I get confused which is which. <laughs> Entertain yourselves for a moment, will you? And I, uh, I take a step away from the group to read the letter. All right. Grimes, Your stuff gets slowed up. Grimes ignoring the letter as as uh, cozying up to Lieutenant uh, Lieutenant Zaz, mm-hmm. and making small talk about I don't know is it the new uniform? I'm probably uh, teasing her, I guess. Right. She looks you up and so down. Decided, right, she, yeah. So you, de- you decided to uh, enlist. Conscripted. Do your do your do your country a, a duty? Do pressed your service. In, pressed into service. No choice about it. Hey, I look her up. She's a does does Drekus have a draft? Is that a thing? Not really. Would they draft a woman? Not to be a uh, yeah yeah. Yep. <laughs> there, there's in no your, in your world. There's that, already right? women in the army, right? Yeah, yeah we are. They're, they're also in our draft now. Mm-hmm. There's a there's no real uh, special attention paid to either sex when it comes to military service. Um, does she she offers no explanation? Or she kind of looks towards William yours. and says, "Well, me. I'm sure you'll hear about it soon enough." But <clears throat> Drekus is at war. And Merchant Marine is being called up. Is that the name of the ship? I thought this was the Sea Skipper. She rolls her eyes at you. I'm like looking, I don't actually, I can't read, so I guess looking right. up the side of the ship and checking wouldn't do me any good. Yeah. So this having is the Sea Skipper. This is the Sea Skipper. <laughs> what the hell is the Merchant Marine? <sighs> she just sighs and. Did they take your to ship me. too? <laughs> sort of, not quite. My Ooh. ship, Ooh. both pressed into service. Against my will. So but hey, um, I'm an officer now. I so look, I look over to I go over to William. I say, "Yeah, you're William." We're uh, so upon upon might, reading the end ship, of the letter, they might ship us back from this frozen wasteland. And I uh, sit on the shoulder. I roll this thing up and turn around and go to Zaz and say, "What the hell happened? Why are we at war with Aridon?" She shrugs. I just like um, look around to the crew, and then back at Zaz and say, how long is the journey back to the fort? Can we quicken the pace? We can go as fast as we can. All right, everyone, can we talk, please? And I, I, I go down below the below the ship. They give you room, and you head on down. So I'll show the letter Any- to everyone at this point. Anything right. we can do to go faster, aside from help row the boat? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will assign this letter to all players since I assume William's going to read it to you in its entirety. Uh, I'm not going to look at it. Too. That's oh, yeah. fine. Maybe I'll just. Grand they can't read. Maybe I'll, I'll, maybe I'll just read it. I would, I out of character, it. I would appreciate if someone does read. I mean, Grimes has. Can I'll you read it to you. To you uh, I'll, I mean, I'll read it. I'll read it. Anyone? anyone I, yeah. yeah. Let's have. Yeah. Hang on two seconds. An soothing British voice can, uh, can read the letter to us. <laughs> okay. I, sh- I shall read it. Right. It says to Captain Marshall. War is upon us. The Eridonian Empire that has so long dominated the political landscape of Arcadia is fractured and breaking. With Bellum by our side, 
Barassian hand and a stare at our back, there will be a new continental power, one that calls Wickethron Renta its capital. In order to rule Arcadia, we must be bold, we must be brave, and we must act quickly. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, your mission is now more important than ever. A successful recovery of the Old Kingdom's wealth will assure our victory on the battlefield by bolstering our ranks, providing for arms, armor, and ships. By our count, you have brought home 1.3 million copper worth of metal, gems, and other valuables at a cost to the kingdom of 1.2 million copper. The initial returns were quite promising, but costs grow while the returns dwindle, and the court grows wary of unnecessary risk at such a turbulent time. If there is no wealth to reclaim, and you are the only one who can make this judgment, you are to return with all personnel and whatever material of value you have on this very ship and prepare for war. If the land still hold riches, they must be sought with all haste. Lay means defeat. Your father-in-law, a man blessed by Quantarius, has offered to take over management of the expedition and has proposed cost-saving measures in our hour of need. Should you feel you still serve a purpose in the south, the following changes will come into practice. With immediate effect, resupply ships, one of the largest expenses, will be reduced in frequency by half. Having proved that the continent is safe to inhabit, and upon completion of their year-long contracts, the soldiers manning Fort Wick will be replaced with fresh recruits, so that we need not pay bonuses for their time in Caldonia. I roll my eyes. Similarly, pay for officers will be reduced to your standard wages, but you will be permitted to keep any unspent funds that would have gone to outfitting your mission. May Jaxel bless you, High Princess Salah Solwick. I, uh, I, I roll a roll the thing up, and I say, hey, "This is." Um, as someone who was raised in like the clergy, can I get like a quick check on what all the gods are gods of? Absolutely. Bellum is the god of war. Vrossi is the god of death and destruction. Astaire is the god of, like, order and law and, you know, organization. Uh, Quantarius is the god of trade. So, and Jack's soul of luck. And Jack's soul of luck, right. So his father-in-law is a man blessed by the god of trade. You guys and, have luck at your side, and with war and at their Jack side... And going to war. death in hand. Mm-hmm. That seems very confident... First, so, first war in uh, in what a century, and uh, you're not there to war. march along the front lines. How does it feel, William? As much as I'd like to be at the head of a, a unit, I think maybe we can do more good here. Really, I'm surprised hearing that. Oh, in, mm, Russian accent. Hold on. <clears throat> I am surprised to hear this from you, William. <clears throat> Uh, it says here you can go home. So Seems like it would be fitting for men of your status. As dangerous as it is here, I'm not sure the front lines would be any more safe. And you read, you heard the letter. Uh, we know that there's more wealth to be had here. As much as I'd like to send us all home, I'm not well, sure I can do it in full confidence. A dragon holding wealth is as good as gone. Do you not agree? Perhaps. Perhaps not. We'll have to uh, see what we can do, but... I think I'd rather face down an Eridonian pike line than... than that thing. I'm sure you would, but... I'm so sure about that. I imagine they'd put someone like you on the front lines, Grimes. I don't know if you'd survive long in the very first rank. <laughs> Grimes is no soldier. But at no, least I, I do not think so. I'm... I'm <laughs> slippery. I think, I think I'd find, uh... Away between those uh, those spears. I'm not sure any of you would be much good in the front line. Your talents are suited for other things. 
I have no interest in fighting in your wars. Your okay. princess turned out to be quite the bloodthirsty one. I didn't expect it. Well, I'm sure this is the king's decision. Queens. As far as I Queens. know, Sorry. no one here is soldier, but William, should we go home? Grimes, you just leave, you're done. Ferris, I do not know what you do. Perhaps you like more, you eat people. <laughs> I have no loyalty to princess. I feel like this is William's decision to go home, see family, and uh, fight on front line for war effort. <coughs> We've been given a task, and duty is more important than family. So you have strange notions. Clearly, your father-in-law cut our supply ships in half. Well, I don't always see eye to eye with that man, but if it's what the princess thinks is right, if saving cost is necessary then cutting supplies in half for a while until we can at least bring in some more wealth might be needed. We have enough rations back at the fort anyway. For a long time. It does give us some downtime before we have to head back out if the ship won't be returning for two months. Well, so we I'm need sorry. an immediate plan of action. We need quick income. Yeah, just to be clear, I'm sorry this doesn't mean any of us are going home. I didn't plan on going home. I came here of my own volition, William. It just makes our task all the more necessary and hasty. I suggest well, you enjoy your time. Like three months downtime. <clears throat> I have many things I need to do. I can't grant you three months, Yaramir. It's quite a bit of downtime. Yeah, no. We can talk three <laughs> weeks, maybe. The masks. I think we could all use a little rest. Yeah, I agree. Armir needs to study, and you lot ought to practice your sword play. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We need to come up with a plan. Do we head back down to the east or head to the west? We might be able to kill that ghost now. There could be some information in that brothel, some wealth. Could try and find more yetis. They seem to like hoarding shiny things. If we could find some more of them. For all this beating around the bush, we might just have to kill Sleet. We do little good to the kingdom if we get eaten by dragons. No, and we'll do little good to the kingdom if the expedition is cancelled because we go out on another empty expedition that doesn't have any returns. I agree. With everything I, that we have available to us, If the I only heard correctly, thing... William gets to decide when the course of this expedition. Really? That didn't you stop you from running your mouth princess. before. You can... You can just write back to the princess and tell her there's gold to be got. Send army. Send army. I'm sure she can't uh, spare an army at this time. Then I think gold is good as gone. Well, let's look at our situation here. What do we have to do besides go after Sleet in this scenario? We need quick income. Otherwise, the expedition serves the risk of being cancelled. Well, she leaves the decision in my hands. And we all know that there's wealth out there. Maybe, I mean, we could probably afford to delay slightly, but uh, time is of the essence. And if we had a solid plan for dealing with Sleet, I'd rather take action now. But in lieu of that, I think we need to repair. But clearly is our next goal. <coughs> so uh, does anyone... Have any other ideas to make some wealth in the short term while we prepare to deal with Sleet? Yetis, the brothel, that other place <laughs> on the plaque by the lighthouse. 
there was the uh, the mine and there was another place to the south that we thought might be a lumber mill. If we could get there, maybe there'd be some welfare. Might be enough to tide us over for a few weeks while we do some research on Sleet. Or we head to the west and hope, but that seems rather foolish at this stage. I assume there's a library back in Indrakis, one near Princess Sela. There's a library in Solwick, I assume, Neil. Yeah. Yeah. You could send a letter asking them to ship back texts on white dragons for storage yes. in the fort. I intend to. I think that's a, a sensible step, and I'll request any other aid that we might be able to muster for dealing with a dragon, perhaps a sage or... I'm not sure. Some scrolls, maybe. Unlikely, but... I don't know how many dragons the Aridonians have. Maybe they won't need them. How long is the ship ride to Fort Wick? I think it's two days. Okay. Yeah, so we can um, relax. Yeah. Yeah. I have couple of out-of-character-ish thoughts. Uh, so I guess firstly, uh, Neil, mm -hmm. would I know if, um, like, are magical items, or no, no, no magical items, uh, spell components, um, are they, is there a, like a black market for that, or are those just sold? As... Most spell components are sold on the open market. Um, yeah, okay. That's fine. There might be the occasional spell component that is super sketchy and isn't allowed to be sold on the open market. Yeah. So speaking out of character, because I don't know that, I mean, depending on your answer, I don't know that Grimes would share this with the rest of the group, but whatever, I don't care if the other players hear me thinking about this. Uh, I'm thinking specifically of giant hair. Is that something that I could, that would hold off on black markets or is it just as well that I um, go, through go through regular means to pawn that off? Like, I don't, I, there's no need to sell that on the black market. That could be sold on the open market very pr more profitably than on the black market. Probably. Okay. Okay. So it's okay. Yeah. But I probably have enough of that to supply all the wizards of Drekus with their spell components. For a long time. Yeah. It only takes yeah. one giant and you can supply all the giant hair spells for a couple of years. But that's probably, I don't, I haven't looked up spell component prices, but that's probably worth a good deal of money. Right. Perhaps, perhaps. Yeah. So I guess my thoughts were, is there a way that I can sell that off without reporting it through primary channels or is that just uh, if you just ship it to a friend back home with a little message mm. saying you know what to do with this or whatever maybe a family member yeah okay so i may ha hang on to the giant braid for now and we'll think about that uh the yeah. other i guess appraisal related thing i wanted to ask about is the book so in the in the off week i was thinking of yeah thinking about how, how that might look to to me and I feel like I should be, even if I can't read it, I've like looking at, I mean, maybe Yarmir, is Yarmir still studying it or has he been studying it? I'm curious. I'm sorry, can... what am I studying? Uh, the, the book of Dirty Limericks. I wanted to ask you how. You can have it. Yeah, I'm not particularly studying it anymore. Okay. You don't have not at the can moment. I, I want to like, if when I, can, I like... get a month or two of downtime, I want to like learn the language from the book, but like for a day or two or a week or whatever you can totes have. Yeah, can I can I appraise its uh, its 
price or its its age is probably more interesting of a question. But uh, I feel uh, like it would be related, right? An, an like a, a vintage first edition. I mean, obviously Grimes can't read, so he's got a different. So I don't know if I've got to like look at the age of the leather and right. Do my best. I mean, there's a, there's a reason I've only got nine on my appraising. Right. Sure. Why don't you give me an appraisal check, is, and forward, then is that is that better than a gauge to like guess? Its yeah. Age? Yeah. And then we'll just I get sort of. One. I probably should have had you roll that in private, but you can. <laughs> uh, do I, you know, do I wildly overestimate or underestimate? I think I, I, I think the actual situation here is that it's been like frozen in ice and snow. It's been cold. Mm-hmm. Like it's been in this really unusual environment, and so. You're kind of like I, I don't I don't know how old this is. It's like if you found what's his name Otis or Otis the the Neanderthal that was frozen on the Alps, snow the Alp the, the slopes of the mm-hmm. Alps. Mm-hmm. And if you were to come across him, you'd be like I don't know. This guy looks like he's been dead a couple months, but like clearly he's been stuck in the ice for ages. So it's mm-hmm. just like a a null return. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm I'm good. Does anyone else have anything they want to do in the in the couple of days, or should we just skip back to Fort Wick? Well, I'm I'm going on asking if people have ideas about anything else we can do for wealth apart from the ones I've mentioned, but that can be skipped if there isn't any. I don't know. Is there a Ponzi scheme we could set up? <laughs> well, to the nulls. Well, actually, I was thinking about that. We could request extra tinder boxes and uh, whistles and. Maybe sell them some rum. If they possible. have some, they, they don't have any use for gold, do they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You were talking to them, and they they seemed. We we could offer to supply them with bronze weaponry, at yeah. exorbitantly high prices by our standards. But what do they care? They don't need gold. But I imagine any gold that they've got, they've probably given to sleep for protection or for to be left alone. And if they find any new gold, they have hunting parties far more than we do. They cover much more of the continent. They find gold, they can trade it to us, and we'll give them better weaponry. No, I simply suggest we do not arm the monsters. Yeah, that I mean that is a concern. But a couple of like two swords or something. No, how about no weapons? Give them something else. I'm not worried about them having weapons personally. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not too worried. Well, you are the one getting stuck with them. Yeah, that's true. Oh no, I have them. They may a stone spirit. Noel's going to die by my hand either way. You know, we said that um, we'd like to search the edges of the mountains for other forts or or caves that have been built in them. We haven't got the time to search them all, but perhaps the Knolls know of more places like that. We could purchase Besides, setting up trade might be the first step in getting some sort of peaceful resolution with them. Why don't we... We've got a few options back down south to the east, and it allows us to maybe do some more research on Sleet at the same time. So let's rest up and then... In lieu of any objections, I say we head for Saltport. Check out the brothel, check out the lumber mill, try and find some gnolls to speak to and make some trades. Maybe kill a yeti. Well, you guys eventually arrive back in Fort Wick. Um, The expansion has been fully completed. It is now three rows of buildings. Um, nice. The various corpses that were on the, the tops of the walls have all been removed. Uh, you guys unload yourselves and head on into the fort. Shall we pop on over to the fort screen? Yes, I am slowly getting us there. 
Oh, uh, actually, at some Aren't point, all the personnel like in the fort being swapped out. Yeah, I think so. Maybe we'll get more competent management this time. I think Hughes will be stank. Uh, Can I um speak to Zaz at some point before we get off the ship? Of course. I knock on her door. Captain's chambers. Right. Uh, there's a, a pause, and then eventually a come on in. Captain Zaz. Yeah. <clears throat> How did you get involved in the Navy then? What happened? What Merchant do you know? Marine. They've just commandeered your, your boat and your crew for the remainder of the war? Sort of, yeah. You didn't pledge Specific your sword. Specific captains have been pressed into service, given slightly lower ranks than we deserve, and uh, <laughs> told to serve. She taps the, the, the two bars across her shoulder, uh, which are the same as the two bars across your shoulder, indicating she is actually of the same rank as you now. Yeah. Um, uh, and she gives it like a little bit of a smile, like a smugness to it. Um, so yeah, here I well, am doing now the that work we have of, the... of those folks, your people. Now, now that we've got the same goals, I um, I was wondering when your next trip back here is going to be. Two months or so. Can't say exactly when. Depends on what's happening at the mainland and what my other duties will entail. Hmm. I need to get back south sooner than two months. Is there any other boats, any other captains that you know? Do you a favor? I can arrange for a crew to come pick you up and ferry you down. I'm, uh, well, as you know, we're short on uh, gold at the moment. How much gold do we have, Yaramir? Not much, right? <laughs> Oh, you're muted, you're Greg. Sorry, Greg. Uh, okay. Clicking on the spreadsheet. I mean... We are working with... I'm sorry, I was 56. muted. I did not realize. We have 5,620 copper remaining. Oh, okay. <laughs> and how much, how much does that usually charge? 5,000 per week. Okay. So we got one boat trip. Yeah, so I say, I, I, look, I can, uh, I am not too wealthy, but I can offer another 5,000 copper if you could get this boat to come and pick us up in about three weeks and take us down. I think we're going to have to wait two months, William. No, I think if we get this other boat to come and pick us up, we could do it, and then Zaz can come and pick us up on well, our way 5, back. The 5,000 is because it was on the way in the first place. It was a small diversion to drop us off further south and pick us back up. Yeah, Sailing all the way back from, from Drekus is going to be a bit more of an undertaking, probably more expensive. Plus, she serves in the military now. I'm not sure if she has the spare time. Ferris is just, like, running his mouth while they're, <laughs> they're having this conversation in the room. He's uh, listing off all the reasons that this shouldn't be working. I can Captain's... get you a ship <coughs> that'll Great. come here and pick you up and drop you off somewhere and stick around. It's going to be 5,000 copper a week out of pocket. Can you afford Pop that? How about you just get it to drop us off and then you come and pick us back up on your next trip here? She just question, Neil. Has her rates changed? No. No, we're going to keep feel, all the economics the same just for simplicity. I feel sake. as if we specifically kept 5000 because that's what the round trip cost last time. Yeah. 
Yeah, 5,000 is one week of chartering a ship or a ferry. So we could do three and a half days, three and a half days, get there and back. Is that what you're thinking? I'm thinking that Zaz can pick us up because we we should just do it during Zaz's cycle because that's why it was only 5,000 before because Mm -hmm. it was just the short diversion when she's already stopping at the Ford. It's going to be more expensive if we want to hire a ship to come from Drekus. She's just said she can get someone to pick us up for 5,000. Yeah, yes, so but then we can... don't have somebody to pick us back up after we're down there for two or three months. Yeah, well, we'll we'll have some gold then. We'll pay Zaz. I mean, Zaz is now. Payment. So you can pay someone to drop you down there, and Zaz will pick you up on her way back to the fort. Yeah. She will make a diversion uh, for you. She's oh, on our side, though. Okay. She's not just in it for the money anymore, right? Now she wants to help she's the Lord. She's still charging. Uh, she doesn't want to help. She is required to. She's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. And this money it wasn't always going directly to her. It, it's not... Yeah, never mind. Sure. So that sounds like a plan. So, I mean, I say to her, you know, if you get to pick us up in about three weeks, that would be ideal. Okay. Great. Thanks, Saz. And uh, good luck on the mainland. Oh, I'm not going on the mainland. I'm sticking to the seas. Do you know anyone back in Solwick, though? Do you have contacts there? She nods. Could you check up on my wife and my children? You're a married man, William? She says, pretending not to know the answer. Yes, oh, I that's am. a darn shame. Well, I know I look uh, handsome and rugged. Oh, no, I, I was more worried about your poor wife. Ah. I'll, um, if you could, uh, if you could speak to them, check on them, thanks, and I leave. That made me feel awkward. Damn you, Zaz. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I leave, and then, um, <clears throat> this is, like, just as well leaving the ship, right, to get back sure. into the fort. So I, I head on down, uh, to meet the rest of the party and walk into the fort. Mm-hmm. Hey, this place looks, uh, it looks bigger. Work's done. All right. Are we greeted with familiar faces? You are. All the people that you recognize, plus the, those damn new recruits that you haven't really had a chance to talk with, and the the carpenter who you don't really know very well, and the the dog trainer who is looking oh, yeah. very excitedly, and then as like the long boats pull away and no dogs are getting off, you can just see him visibly uh, drop. I am. Giants are dangerous. Yeah, I, I see him. And um, as as we're walking into the fort, I, I go to him and say, I'll come and speak to you shortly. But the, the dogs died for a good cause. That's what they always say. <laughs> dog jumped out the window on Yarmit, no, shush. I think perhaps this is fault in training and not so much in handling. <laughs> He's sick. Don't listen to him. He's hallucinating. <laughs> no, this is what happened. The dog jumped out the window. I tell you, I tell you true. Do not listen to William. He is a psycho. <laughs> All right, let's get you to bed, Jeremy. Let's get you into your weird, creepy room. Is this, what's in, what's become of that's Squad Three's room now, isn't it? There's no weird like Jaromir stuff is probably like boxed up in a corner. Um, let's see. Or did they leave it alone? No, so what they've let's let's make some slight adjustments to the overlays here. Um, this this weird room over here where you guys have been having your crap. I can't tell that's all over there, that's why. Uh, has been shifted around. Now squad three lives behind squad one. 
and the Carpenter and Kennel Master live behind Squad 2. Carp Kennel. Carp and Ken live over here. Uh, this, These two rooms are sort of unused, so one of them has Yaramir's little uh, weird greenhouse built into it. That's the, the back room. And, and the front one is currently not really being used, which means that like it's where all the soldiers go to hang out and like relax uh, when they're not when they don't want to bother their other sleeping soldiers. That makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> so the, it says the letter makes out that all the people are being, you know, can go home and they're being replaced. So after a that... year, right? How long? <laughs> it's been How... nine months since you've all been uh, here. So. Oh, okay. They'll be taken off in another three months or so. Okay, good. So I guess they're, they're all pretty pleased with that. So, um, yeah, I go and get settled in. I mean, I want to speak to Captain Hughes at some point, but I'm sure everyone else has got... Uh... Uh, nope, she meets you as you arrive. Um, and as your stuff is getting unloaded. Uh, she seems a little sour. Uh, she also gets handed a letter by Zaz. Uh, they're... She has picked you guys up first and then came over here. All right, so, so she doesn't know. She doesn't know yet, but she gets a letter as you guys are unloading your stuff, reads it, and then kind of crumples it up angrily. Um, and then you guys are all back in the fort and can chat. Yeah, so um, I say, guys, look, uh, there'll be another boat coming to pick us up and take us back to Saltport in three weeks' time, so get any downtime stuff that you need to get done speak to the little girl you one like month that. into one week <laughs> Grimes, should, we, you know. should we establish something different this time William normally we have Zaz come in to pick us up in one month's time but we, we can carry far more rations than we ever were able to before should we perhaps consider a three month expedition it's possible um, in this case we'll have a month and a month and one week, five weeks before Zaz would come and pick us up. But uh, I think what you're saying is wise. Maybe she that way, if we if we have any failures in finding treasure down south, we can always go find Sleet as a last resort. We'll have time for that. That's true. If we do find wealth, though, I'd like to send it back as soon as we can. Or maybe you're right. We we can as, think of that. As long as we spend about. Th as long as we spend three weeks and let Yaramir yeah. recover from his illness. Yes, I hope he's feeling better. He's, uh, looks like he's on death's door. He looks worse now than he did that time he was, uh, gutted by Bokassa. Ah, good times. Mm. I thought I had dinner. Right, so... You will not find me very tasty. My bones no. will curse. Yes, you, you don't, you don't seem to have much meat on you. No, that too. So, as you guys are coming into the fort and setting things up, you notice um, that there are these long planky thingies leaning up against walls. The same sort of planky thingies that you saw the gnolls wearing on their feet. Oh! What the? Hey, so the those fucking those... fort discovered skis before we did. Those are, are those weird kidding? shoes the gnolls had. Yeah, they did. Come on. I go over to the skis. <laughs> what are these? I say to one of the soldiers. What skis, are these for? Says a voice on the wind. 
Exactly. Uh, we've just been calling them skis. I don't know what the hell the gnolls call them. We found them in the gnolls' forts while we were putting an end to their threat up here. Ah, did you kill him? Musa? They shrug. We don't speak their language, but we think we've gotten every last knoll and every last kobold up here on Good. the peninsula. I was going to say, they, they should have been sufficiently weakened. How many were there? Knolls. I don't have a head count on me right now. Hold on. I can provide okay. it to you in a moment. Yeah, well, that's good. Good work. Did we lose many men? Let's see. Uh, there were 10, 11, 12, 13. There were 13 gnolls, uh, a small sure. group of wolves, and what do we have? Uh, 70-80-something kobolds. Wow. Nice work. Mm. Did we lose many men? Eight. Seems like a good trade, I suppose. Alright. Uh, I have requisitioned a ton of stuff from the fort. I don't know. I, I, was, I took it off the cheat, if that's okay, Greg. Oh, you did it yourself. Oh, okay. I did it myself. Did I break everything? No, I took, no it's fine. I took, most, I took a bunch of rope and replenished my quarrels and replenished daggers. Solid. How much rope did you get? I've got 100 feet on me now. There's only 25 left in the requisition, but I should bet 100 feet of silk rope should be plenty for any thing we get up to. Okay. Okay. Uh, the... So, to speed things along a little bit, in the downtime, you can be given rudimentary skiing lessons and you can be outfitted with four pairs if you would like. Damn, badass, yeah. Um, the one problem is that you can't really pull the sled very well on skis since skis work by lack of traction. So you're not going to be able to make forward movement pulling a sled on skis. Um, so you could go without the sled and everyone have skis, or you could have multiple people on skis, or you could just use them for scouting missions when you're not pulling the sled. Whatever you want to do is fine. But you can't sled and ski at the same time. <laughs> we could, um, you know, we could, for long, tr for full trips, we could take everything on the sled, and then if we're just, like, venturing out somewhere, we could take a backpack with rations and go on skis. Yeah, whatever you want. How does encumbrance work on skis? Um, no change. Okay. It's just the rate of movement is increased. Everything else is going to stay the same. And if you look at the movement and weather seat. document, there are already movement okay. speeds for skis. Is there a link to that from the Regal Goblin site? Or no. Here, I'll notes. just send it to you in Zoom. There you go. So you can see that on a, a calm day on, by foot, you're going 2d6 plus 6. A calm day with skis, you're going three, uh, 2d6 plus 9 if you're not proficient. But if you are proficient, it's 3d6 plus 21. So, uh, cool. You know. Who teaches us about the skis? Like, are the soldiers messing around with them? Or, yeah. or do we just have to fumble with it ourselves? Uh, the soldiers have been messing around with them, and they'll help you out. You're not going to start with the ski proficiency, okay. but... You are screwing things up. I just saw that. Okay. Oh, sorry. In the requisitioned, and it'll automatically reduce the remaining. Don't just reduce okay. it. Okay. 
Thanks. Yeah, that's that's yeah. I requisitioned properly. Nick's screen. I was worried for a second there. I was like, I thought I figured it out. <laughs> I'm taking some tinder boxes for the nulls. Oh yeah, good yeah. idea. This number is not right. Something's wrong here. What else? But Somebody's the been screwing with the thing without me. <laughs> that's why I told you specifically. I was like, I'm not. I'm not messing with his. There we go. That was fixed. Just when you requisition from the items in inventory, just. Change the number requisite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got it. I've got it. No, great. I'm all right. I know. I know some spreadsheets. Six plus nine is wrong. I don't know what it's supposed to be, but it's definitely. Which one is what? Hold on, I'll fix it. Which run? No, I'm talking about a different thing, Greg. Okay. I'm not requisitioning anything. Did, was it because of the carpenter that we figured out the skis, or these were just stolen from Noel? They were stolen from Noel's. And then examined the by the people. The not allowed to discover anything, only NPCs. The party yes. missed the opportunity was, to steal skis from It was meant to Noles. be a discovery early in the game, and we, like, it got, skipped. It got the missed then. for one reason or another, and so <laughs> these guys have done it instead. So we have worked out the trainer for the proficiency, and so, uh, yeah. Have we uh, worked out about dogs pulling the sledge out? No, an NPC hasn't figured that out yet. <laughs> This is real. <clears throat> All right. Um, well, yeah. I've taken an ice pick. I mean, a pickaxe and <laughs> four tinder boxes, and I've still got all my javelins. So I think I've got everything I need. You still have a wood cutting axe, right? Yep. Yep. Got that. So I, the only thing I want to do in the downtime is practice sword fighting with Faris, and also maybe like organize uh, drills with the men where I fight them like three at a time, and then rotate. So like I'll fight three. In trouble for fighting with the with the boys earlier. No, we we had like a little hand to hand combat tournament. Yeah, and then you got yeah. chewed out by by that that Both one person who hates captain. fun. Yeah. yeah but because Captain Hughes hates fun and kicks puppies. I uh, I feel like I'm on the verge of a breakthrough in my sword fighting ability, so I wanna I wanna test and uh, train with the men. I f I feel like William is out of practice, <laughs> and probably Ferris too, right? Like we've been adventuring. Oh, be careful yeah. with your accusations. You murder right. things with your swords, but you don't you don't, you don't practice. I mean, like think I I would imagine Cal William. Hanging around. Just because you were able practice. to embarrass William in single combat doesn't mean that you should assume the same with me. <laughs> that was a, this was out of, out of character shit talking. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we are. So I would like to practice at least, but I encourage Faris to fight with me as he's the only oh, one. Oh yeah, no. You can do I mean, I have wants. literally nothing else to do in this fort. I I will be sparring with you. But I also do want to drill against fighting multiple men at once. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. And I need to talk to Hughes at some point in private, but I'll do that. It's really too bad I'm not a better wizard, because I could make, like, a clone or an illusion of you to oh, fight that'd be cool, yeah. And that would be a fucking awesome way to become a <laughs> Yeah, that would. All right, so uh, there are a lot of downtime activities to do. Why don't we list them right now, and then we can take them in turn. So, Greg, you want to learn spells? I want to learn spells. I want to study the language. I want to talk with Amelie and continue that whatever NPC relationship you want to call it. <clears throat> I want to 
work on my herbalism proficiency. I want to build a golem. Um, <laughs> well, look, I told you I needed like three months of downtime. No, I'm just, I'm still laughing at the idea of like Amelie going, hi, Yaramir. Hi, Amelie. <laughs> look, I do not see anything wrong with my voice. I feel hale and hearty. <laughs> so we got a big long list of things for Greg. Sean, is there anything you have in particular that you were hoping to do in the downtime? Uh, mostly just spar with with William. I guess at yeah. some point, if that if that half elf is still here, there's probably going to be a conversation with her. I don't expect it, and I don't think Ferris does either. That to go anywhere near as well as people in chat are maybe hoping. They're going to trust you. Can I trust you in a, a home cooked meal? It's, uh, I caught it fresh this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, is there anything you want to do aside from training? Uh, yeah, so I want to have a private conversation with Captain Hughes. I want to spend some time with the dogs, and I'd like to ask <laughs> the men about, um, some, you know, how far they've gone on the map and if they've found anything to the west. Okay. And Ryan? Um, I think... Grimes is rather taken with the skis, so if those are available to him, I'll probably use those for my you uh, daily-ish outings. So I'm keep I'm keeping up uh, snares surrounding the fort. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the ones I left with have long since been tripped and broken or what have you, but and reclaimed by the the people here as they found. Oh them. really? Yeah, they were probably yeah okay. So well, what I'll could be reclaimed this. was reclaimed. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll keep those set. I probably set eight a day. I may be able to expand that number over time and, you know, okay. yeah. Cool. Um, you know, uh, right. One thing you could do if the skis are sufficiently fast enough, you could like ski quite far down into the west and climb one of the mountains and see if you could unveil some of the map down there. Yeah, we'll see. I bet with the increased movement, I will get bolder with my scouting. But, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, so let's, let's roll through these and kind of tap on each of you uh, a little bit at a time. So, mm-hmm. Greg, first things first, um, let's do a couple of your spells. All right. Uh, so, what would you like to try? The first spell that I would like to try is uh, number 22. Wait, it's, uh, can we get a link to the thing? Uh, yeah, I think I already put it in chat. It was the first link when I tried to send Sean the sheet with the economics and I accidentally sent him my tattoos. I've got it. So cute he linked it before. In okay. discussion. All right, so uh, I'm going to try 22, which is a swirl of candle flame on the left shoulder, I guess above my shooting star. Mm-hmm. Um, and Give me a spell learning check. I don't have a macro for this. I really should. It's okay. Uh, 49 is a, six, is a pass on the check. Uh, unfortunately, this spell is beyond your level. All right. Uh, could you give me a new color for tried at level five? <laughs> yes, I would be happy to. All right. Um, well, that's really fucking shitty. All right. Well, let's try. Oh, this one I think we got. Number 16. Uh, 16 is the uh, serpent um, slash worm uh, coiled around a cylinder on my buttocks. <laughs> Let me first mark 22 is tried at level 5. Oh my god, you put the sword tattoo on his butt. Uh, serpent. 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 Sir, that's probably even worse. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a lot of phallic references in that tattoo. You know, the snake. 
And a cylinder. And a bat. And a butt. <laughs> Wait, there's a tattoo of a butt on his butt? Just roll the chat with the little Karibo. What was the number again? I'm sorry. <laughs> number 16. Just, just search for butt. It's okay, the- number 16 on the butt. The serpent slash worm coiled around a cylinder on your left butt cheek. Give me a, a learning check. Oh, I'm a that looks like a pass to me, right? Well, yeah, Seventy-six pass on the on the check. All right, you do learn a spell. I leave it up to you to tell anyone about it. All right. Is it the temporal snake thing? Fuck yes. Okay, we got a geometry spell, boys. Is it level three? Uh, yes, it is. <clears throat> That's what I'm doing. I'm trying to find geometry spells, right, so I can have that bonus spell. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you just need to find fireball. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I have fireball. Yeah, Maybe. I was. I was imagining. Maybe here. Uh, you want to see if I have fireball, huh? Uh, we'll try twenty-five. Number twenty-five. Twenty-five is the flames that race down the front of my forearms. Mm. That could be fireball, I suppose. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, that is also a pass on the check. All right, you learn a new spell. Woo! It's a lance of disruption. Oh yeah, that'd be good. It's a I terrible spell, but it is fun. Shout Kamehameha! Just let this bullet. So I've light. done three days of this. Mm-hmm. Are we? Are we doing? How many days of downtime are we doing? You guys are here for three weeks, three weeks. before the the ship comes. So you tell me how many days you want to spend on so spells. What are the rules on researching new magic stuff? Because I do six- dollar dollar bill, y'all. Yeah, you got to make it rain. It's expensive. Yeah, you got to make it rain like gold well, pieces, we're... even not copper pieces. What we're... if I sacrificed a magic item as my GP value? Ooh. Well, we're, uh, we're gonna kind of play fast and loose with these rules and kind of make it up as we he, go along. Could we like fudge? Like, could he because it's wizardly stuff? Could he use like magical loot or mag- So, for example, giant's hair and use that as gold. Values. What I was thinking is I could sell their feathers or. Like I said, okay. We're we're gonna not worry so much about the GP value. uh, Yaromir is a weird wizard with his spells already imbued on his body. He doesn't learn magic in the traditional ways. So the traditional magic research. Would he have to tattoo himself? That'd be so cool. He could tattoo more. Oh my god, I love that idea. I don't know. Well, I'm not specifically thinking of researching a new spell right now. I think that's where you're thinking, Ryan. Yeah, what are, uh, then what are you asking? I want to create a golem. Okay. All um, right. And I don't, I, it could be really weak, but I still want one. Imagine if you could pull a slot. I don't think you need to create a golem. You've oh got one in a, golem in a jar. jar. I have one in a jar, right? But I want to control a golem. And permanently bind it to something like a, that salt golem we saw. I think Do you have any way of like, do you have any way of like binding it? Uh, well, I, that's that's what like right. I want to spend a lot of research time, right? Like this is what this is for. Like this, like months of downtime that we're not having mm-hmm. <clears throat> to like research the 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 way magic binds to things, and then maybe like sacrifice one of our magic items. Like specifically, we have an onk that I described as having a thread to another dimension that if I pulled on it, like would bring something with it. So obviously. 
So, uh, so obviously it's like tied to something, right? Like, I think I could like take that concept, right? And then like bind this like elemental to a golem for me that I could like command. Um, yeah, I'm worried there's like, it's like a summon monster spell and you tug on the thread and a bunch of goblins. No, I get that, but what if I just destroyed the item, right? Consumed it and did it for a different purpose, like repurpose the magic. And maybe this takes some rolls. I, I don't know. Like, that's why I'm kind of asking you. I wanted to plan this out before the session, but uh, I kind of died. I think it's probably more of a long term research endeavor, right? I get that, but we yeah. don't have any time right. Right. to the letter i want to like make things happen um <clears throat> this is this has been a plan of mine for a while anyway uh, i will spend one week of spells so okay. that's three days i'll do four more and then we you can think about i'll, I'll think I'm about doing. it while we do other people's stuff and i'll, I'll find an uh, answer for you cool uh, so i have four more tries at spells here um <clears throat> think that I want number 20. Um, there's an eye in the palm of my right hand with like large lashes on it. Mm, large luscious oh, lashes. Studying that one. Ultra vision maybe? All right, give me a... That is a pass on the check. <laughs> Unfortunately, you do not learn that spell. Maybe it's like a superior eyelashes spell. Keeps dirt out of your eyes. Nobody can like throw sand in your face to blind you. It clearly is a is a is a, a spell called Maybelline, and you you have to ask yourself, maybe she's born with it. <laughs> Alright, that is four attempts. Oh, shit. oh fuck me. Uh-oh. Well, there goes my medicine drink. I'll have to make another one of those. Hopefully it doesn't ruin my books. Um let's see. I want. <laughs> I want spell number 39. Spell number 39 is the drips of water running down the back of my legs. Mm. Okay. Give me that spell learning check. Uh, there's also a pass on the check. You are spot on with your rolls today. You learn another spell. Yes. Nice. <laughs> oh. I didn't expect that one. Okay. Were the other ones what you expected? I know you had, so cute, you've been doing research. Uh, kind of. Okay. Um, so no, I, I, you've, you've surprised me a couple of times. Okay. But uh, I got an idea here. Um, let me see here. One, there was two, one that I really wanted to try that no one else thinks is interesting. Um, <clears throat> where would it go? I want to try number 11. It's the light shining through a prism that's being split apart on my left thigh. Mm. The dark side of the moon tattoo. Uh, that Ooh. one is also a pass, but not. I thought your spell learning check was seventy percent. They're they're eighty five for geometry spells, right? Aren't we treating them as geometry? Right. Oh, right, right, right. Eighty five across the board. Perfect. Um, unfortunately, that is beyond your ability to understand. Okay. Yeah. I'm hitting a bunch of the, the higher level spells here. So, number one. Uh, we have one more, right? Or is that all of them? One more. One more. Um, 
I want wavy lines on the bottom of your feet. You want me to do that one? I, I would mean, somewhat. Oh, you don't have to. That's gonna be freedom of movement, maybe. Who knows? I'm not super enchanted by. You do you have another butt tattoo? Anything Let's with fire is gonna be used the bottom of my feet. You can do the wavy lines. You could yeah, we'll do the wavy lines. All right. It got shouted out, so let's do it. Oh, I was just reading. I didn't. <laughs> wasn't supposed to be a suggestion. You learn a spell. <laughs> All right. That is seven spells for Yaromir. Um, we'll come back to you in a little bit while you do whatever you need to do. Get yourself a new medicine drink. Uh, Ferris, you are interested primarily in uh, swordplay practice, right? Yes, with William and I guess some other people in the fort. Sounds like that's got to be like that's got to be making a scene, correct, Neil? Uh, There's not a lot of space in the fort, right? That'd be like oh yeah, we're probably out in like the courtyard doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but people, many of these soldiers are training in their downtime or practicing. You know, there's not a lot to do in the cold frozen wasteland and combat is a nice warming activity so yeah. mm-hmm. uh, people I think like we probably to shock some people because we have those we have those blunted weapons that we made a while back and people are probably are they like trying to kill each other <laughs> they, they might not realize <laughs> that we blunted our weapons specifically for that purpose right right uh your your specialization is in swords or in bows saber and saber? saber okay cool all right i'm gonna make some rolls behind my screen here Okay, that is an unexpected outcome. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to you in a moment, Sean. Okay. Um, Shit. Okay, uh, moving over to uh, Grimes, actually. You are wanting to look at snares and ski training? Uh. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a proficiency slot, so skiing is something we'll put off. But I will use the skis unproficient in my scouting run. So I typically range in the forest. I think in the past I've said no more than 300 yards from the from the tree line or something mm-hmm. like that. Sure. Yeah, from the fort. Well, you've, the fort. Been, you've been assured now that the gnolls and kobolds in this area have been eliminated. Yeah. I don't know how so much I'm... you want to trust that, but that's what they've said. Yeah, so I'm heading out to have a look. Uh, I, so I will be setting snares to confirm this whole kobold thing. Like, if, if there's kobolds out there, I, I'll probably snag them. So mm-hmm. I will spend a, a couple of days setting snares. Okay. Of this week, it sounds like we're skipping. And yeah, do I see anything interesting, or do you want me to roll checks? I think uh, I can... How many days do you want to range? Actually, these are considered, our kobolds are not considered man traps. Is that correct? But if I wanted to snag a medium-sized creature that I would need, sure. I would need it. to make a man trap. You need assistance, I think. Right. Um, how many days right. do you want to range? I, let's say let's say three. Okay. Uh, it is. I don't know if those are full days, but open, so open, barren, lifeless. No kobolds. No gnolls. No polar bears. No yetis. No wolves. No elementals. Uh, you're getting sort of the hang of these things. They're super awkward. How many miles, what is the weather like and how many miles do I cover a day? Um, well, one is dependent upon the other. I wasn't gonna track the weather for the whole three weeks that you were here. Um, but the, the ski ranges are in the movement and weather dock. So you can go on calm days, 2d6 plus 10, on light days, 5d6, 
Uh, moderate and blizzards, you can't travel on skis unless you're proficient with them. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Okay, so we are forest with skis, but without proficiency. Yes. So we're, so I can cover ten, like a dozen miles in a day, easy, right? Easy. Unless yes. storm picks up. Yeah. I'm just doing some quick math. So the first day, I probably don't go more than a mile away, but I probably do start ranging further away. Right. So I do like a mile radius, and then maybe get up to two miles away. Setting, I can set about eight snares a day. I'm getting an echo of myself, by the way. Uh oh. I don't know who that is. Uh, it's probably Nick, because he's the one who echoes usually, isn't he? Yeah, no worries. Okay, so a couple of miles, and I said about eight snares a day. It sounds like I won't see or catch anything. But yeah, yeah, definitely not the situation here. No sign of kobolds and gnolls. That's fine. And I will probably also spend some time in the fort yard, hanging with the troops. I, I don't know if I participate much in the sparring. Okay. I'm not sure that Grimes would blunt a weapon for these purposes, unless it were a more of a game. So we'll see. Okay. Um, um, is there? I, yeah. Do we have? We don't have a blacksmith, right? No, you do not. You have a carpenter who made we, these skis for you. I was thinking about the weapons. Like, how do we keep our weapons sharp? Do we have? Is there like a grinding stone there in the weapons? There are whetstones that you guys there are can use. Stones, yeah. Yeah. So I think I sh I will sharpen my my weapons and stuff in the yard with the with the soldiers and whatnot. But okay. mostly just watch, Ferris uh, and William. Okay. And so I think that'll pass my week. Sure. Uh, Nick? Yep. William? Do you also you want to say training, talk with Hughes, talk about dogs and explore? So let's start with your conversation with Hughes. What did you want to talk to her about? Just about the dragon, really. Give it a uh, little and ask her about the war. Um, well, oh, let's start that conversation. Yeah, so I, you know, let things settle down a bit and I go and um, check on her. Knock on the door. Yeah, she calls you in. Captain Hughes, it's William. It's, yes, it's I know. It's what, now what a good you... time. Sure. They see, did you get the same letter as me? I take it out of my bag and show it to her. She reads your letter, uh, kind of nodding and nodding and not until she gets to the very end and then looks up at you and down. So I get my pay cut but you get to keep all the extra treasure you find. I mean, the extra treasure we find is just for reinvesting in the expedition. It's not... Except what you what? want to keep for yourself. Wonderful. No, no, I... Thank you, William, for your efficiency in collecting treasure that results in a pay cut for me. I greatly appreciate it. Well, um, neither of us are here for the money, Hughes. This is true. So... That aside, um, I want to update you on what we were doing. Does she have a map here? Uh, in, she doesn't, does she? Mm -mm. Okay, so I, uh, I can I can I borrow a piece of paper and I'll I'll draw a little map. Mm -hmm. And um, I explain where the mountains. So there's a pass in the mountains to the south. Mm -hmm. And there's another town, Treasure Town. And um, there's a, where the dragon is. And I say. We've been hearing from the gnolls and the kobolds down there that there's a, a great lizard that sort of acts as the alpha predator in the area, and uh, they all seem to be in in fear of it. Oh well, I caught sight of it. It's big, 
and it looks pretty mean. But uh, if I know anything about dragons, they tend to hoard wealth. So all of the treasure and the loot that were left behind in the surrounding area are probably in its cave. Kel William the Dragon Slayer. Sounds like something you've been dreaming of for a while. Yeah, well, if I live to see the other end, it would make a good story, but um, I'm not sure that we're ready for it yet. But what I'm saying is that while uh, while fortunes for the expedition might look low at the moment, with a bit of preparation and we can pull that off, I'm sure that we'll be lining the princess's pockets quite nicely. And uh, maybe you can renegotiate your salary. Hmm. Other than that, um, I don't have too much to report. I've made contact with the Nulls down south. I gave them some tinder boxes and a whistle in exchange for information about human settlements in the area. I think it might prove to be more useful to negotiate with the Nulls and give them trinkets that worth nothing to us but seem like magic to them in exchange for local information and being able to range without interference. Do you have any objections to that plan? She shakes her head. If you would like to negotiate your way through these things, that's fine. We've made short work of the creatures up here at a small price, mostly new recruits. Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear that the uh, the gnolls have been pushed back from the fort. The the ones down south have got no knowledge of what goes on beyond the first mountain range. I don't think they've got any way to pass north. Really? Yeah. So... It's just the western side that has been unexplored, then? Just the western side. I was going to speak to some of the men. I didn't know... Uh, have you sent scouts anywhere near down there? A little bit. Not very far. We pushed to the edge of the tree line. Uh, and mm. when the trees gave way to open tundra, we backed off. I would like to explore, but I hesitate to waste time if there's nothing there. I think it might be best spending our time in the locations where... We can be more reasonably assured that there might be wealth to be found. Mm -hmm. But if you do have any um, well-equipped soldiers or, or well-experienced men that fancy a trip down there just purely for scouting, I would appreciate the information. Unfortunately, we have very little left to offer. The... We can begin to send patrols down that way. I'm cautious, though. Your reports of monsters, particularly the blizzard-causing wolves in open tundra, make me cautious. I would hate to... They are nasty beasts. Yes. I, um... I saw the, the skis, was it, that you recovered from the gnolls? Many of the men yet learned to use them yet. They've been dabbling. Some... Two, in particular, have taken to using them. Mallory has seemed to come across... seemed to find a, a personal interest in them. She's done quite well with them. And uh, a recruit you are unaware of as well. Well, that's good. I uh, hope we can pick it up, the, the skill as well, because it would prove quite useful when we're exploring. So, who is Sergeant Mallory, Neil? She, she is one of the non. Uh, no, 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 no. Mallory, she was the hunter. Oh, she's a squad leader. Yeah, okay. she's a squad leader. The quartermaster is a corporal, Alicia. Okay. So Mallory is proficient in skis. Is that what you? Is that what I just overheard? What? I, 
she is the best skier around. Um, I'm not sure mm-hmm. yet if it's a full proficiency or like a three-quarter proficiency, but she's mm-hmm. up there. Okay. So do I see any of the other soldiers scouting on skis? Is that a thing that they do? Or uh, You see people screwing around on skis, mm-hmm. but it's mostly fun and games in their downtime. Okay. Um, I had one other... Okay, I was just going to say that I I will have also shared tales of the giant, I think. Oh, yeah, I forgot to I'll mention be, the giant. Oh, yeah, over rum, I will certainly brag to the soldiers mm. about how we slayed a dragon and... Uh, slayed a dragon? Sorry, slayed a, slayed a giant, and there's a dragon oh. in the sand. Oh, yeah, so I'll mention that to Hughes as well. Um, we ended up spending most of our time tracking down a settlement of gnolls. They seem to be in league with a giant. A giant. But, um, a giant, yes. A giant Very old. man, a giant lizard, a giant wolf. Neither of these things. It was, well, stood on two legs and had a face and hair and arms, but uh, it was less human than anyone here. But uh, yeah, it, it, almost, it almost threw me off the edge of a mountain, but we managed to bring it down. Turns out that these gnolls didn't have any treasure. They don't seem to find value in gold or silver, and given that they're in uh, service to the dragon, I think that they've just been giving away all their wealth to secure, you know, safety from it. So I think killing the dragon is really our number one priority. In that end, I was hoping that the fort may be able to requisition books from the mainland on white dragons or on dragons in particular do you think that's something you could arrange uh, I think that you're probably having this conversation the first day that you've arrived and so supplies are still being unloaded from Zaz's ship so she okay. says yeah. you know talk to Zaz she'll set it up okay so I go and mention that to Zaz let's get a book yeah. about white dragons or just in lieu of a, white, a book about white dragons a book about dragons okay sure I think that's probably everything I need to speak to you about. Okay. Um, Before we move on from this first day, William, perhaps we should establish what we plan to do. Do we want to go down south for a month or for a three-month expedition? Say that again, Sean, sorry. Before we move on from this day, Zaz is going to be leaving come the morrow, I assume? Yeah, I think so. We should probably establish when we want her to pick us up because we won't be seeing her again until that happens. Well, she'll be returning to the fort in two months, so she's going to go to... And we're going to be leaving in about a month, right? Yeah, so we'll have five weeks, I think. Or do you want to delay that another two months and stay down there for three? Hmm. Give us additional time to search for treasure. We can probably carry enough rations to stomach it. Yeah, but if we... I'm worried that any loot that we find... If we're there for three months, we'll just have to leave it in Saltport and go and do other things. Or it might get stolen. If uh, if when Zaz comes to pick us up, if we haven't found anything, we can just send her on. A, we'll just have to come back in two months. Right? Is that a thing we can do? I mean, probably not if we bring it up now, but at the time, what choice will she have? Leave us there to die? She won't do that. If you say so. It's your choice. Alright, Faris, draw your sword. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, this is like in between, uh, like uh, rounds of fighting, right? right. Yeah, because I, I probably do it right. Like I've been full health for a few weeks now. I can probably just go straight to sparring as soon as we get off the ship. Yeah. Sure. Honestly, I, probably happy to to be doing something a little bit more active. Yeah, and I think with this, we're gonna go to our first break. <clears throat> uh, and when we come back, we'll examine a little bit more about the downtime, and then see if we're ready to move on. So, see you guys right. on the other side of a break. Bye. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Frozen Frontier. Um, so, Yaromir, you have learning to do. Can we come back to me? Is there more to be done? Uh, I was going to come back to you because you've got like, a nice long list of things, and so I want to... Okay, cool. Um, you've spent one of these three weeks do, do, doing spell learning. Uh, what is the next thing that you want to spend? Did you want to do Gollum research the next, the rest of the time? Um... <clears throat> I want to check on my garden. I don't want to spend a ton of time on my garden, but like I want to check on it and see how it's doing. Um... Okay. Uh, let's take a look at your garden notes over here. Oh my god, I have a spell with a casting time greater than two. What happened? <laughs> you, you got third level spells. It First has ones casting are one. time three. This is craziness. Yeah. Slow. Um... Okay, so... Your garden has been kept up uh, by David and Amelie. Uh, awesome. They've been working on it. It's kind of become a father-daughter project because, I mean, Amelie can help in the kitchen every now and then, but she's a little bit short to reach the, the table, and David's mm. not really keen on her wielding very sharp implements on, without supervision. So having her like dig in the earth and plant things is something that they've been able to kind of bond over and give her a, a more active task. So Excellent. when you first come into your garden, you find Amelie just like covered in dirt and there's like a potato plant growing in one of your herb gardens and you're not sure. Yeah, that's awesome, right? Yeah. I, I smile really big at that. Probably very like, probably very rare to see Yaromir all like big and like smiley, but mm -hmm. like, it kind of is exactly what he wanted, right? He very specifically bought like flowers for Amelie to to grow and like some vegetables that like could be helped to like sustain the fort. Like he bought like thousands, thousands of copper worth of soil and like extra shit here. So like part of this is like very much an herb garden, but mm -hmm. part of it is very much like meant for Amelie to like have some cool shit to do. She so has been like, probably spend a couple hours where like I'm talking with Amelie and like making her show me where <laughs> all the stuff she's grown in, right? And like I was a, like a fucking hermit for a long ass time, right? Like me and my, and my wife and my daughter probably did stuff like this before they were killed. Mm -hmm. and so it's probably kind of like you, you probably have like a like a montage moment here where like. Yarmir's kind of remembering like his his own family as he like helps um, or not Amelie. Yes, Amelie. Amelie. I almost called her my daughter's name. That would have been weird. Um, and like 
you know, like maybe maybe I have like some tricks from a little hermit like shack and I can like help teach her. I think that's like a, a, a solid bit of time there. <laughs> I probably also take a moment or two to like show off my cool trinkets. Like I don't necessarily pull out the giant scalp and be like, look what Yaromir did. Uh but like I probably will like show off the, the element in a in a jar. And mm-hmm. like, it looks cool, right? It's like this perpetual motion, like snow globe thing. Tell some stories. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think there's like a, a, a like little montage of that with her. Okay. Um, uh, she is thrilled by the garden. Uh, and it's been, for the fort here, it's been somewhat of a, a heartwarming thing. You know, the other soldiers and the, the sergeants and the corporal and the, and everyone's kind of been like, oh, look at little Amelie with her garden. And they've all kind of like done what they can to pitch in, and, you know, tried to bring her whatever she could possibly use. And they've gone out of their way to, to help her, you know, melt some snow to boil some water, then let the water cool and then pour it in the garden and like help her with these things. Uh, you can see that they've expanded the, the planter boxes to make one big, I think I put it on the map, like big wraparound planter box uh-huh. that you can kind of come in and work on. Um, the the carpenter has improved the area a little bit, you know, kind of carving in little cute things along the sides of like people playing or plants growing along the the inlay of the boxes. Um, nice. And you got stuff growing. Not not all the stuff that you had originally planted. Some of it. Some other stuff. It's been a mix. Um, if you'd like to give her specific instructions on what to grow, Amelie can try and work this in her downtime. Yeah, so um, I'm working on like an herbalism proficiency here. So Mm -hmm. after we we spend some time catching up, um, I will probably like, I'll probably, yeah, start growing different different herbs. And like, (laughs) I don't know how much expertise you allow me to have yet, but, I'm, I'm essentially trying to create this so that at sixth level, I think it's sixth, I get my next proficiency. I can take herbalism and get the benefit from it for the group when we're healing. Right. So like, I think I want a section of it that has like very specific healing properties. And maybe I, maybe I can use it as a like kind of like teaching thing. I'd be like, this part of the garden's for fun. And like, we we have like vegetables and flowers and like vines and it's all pretty. And then like this side of the garden's for work. And I like, we can kind of like continue Amelie's education into becoming the badass warrior chick princess because all badass warrior Xenas need herbalism. Right, of course. And uh, so like, I think I think part of it is like, I want to be able to grow a couple of things. I want to grow those healing herbs, but I also think I want like to grow <clears throat> uh, like something I can make acid or poison out of because I'll need some of that for my spells. Mm-hmm. So things like um, rhubarb, powdered rhubarb. Um, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if hemlock is readily available. I know hemlock is considered quite poisonous, mm-hmm. but like plants of that ilk. Right. right. Um, and uh like yeah maybe we spend uh the better part of of an afternoon kind of like form formulating a plan for like what part of the garden is serious and what part of the garden is just like go to ha- go ham sandwich perfect okay that can easily be done we're gonna come back to you in a little bit and let your voice rest for a while uh nick you've talked to hughes you've gotten the information that you wanted you also are working on weapon training 
Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. um, but there were a couple other things you wanted to do. You said you wanted to do something with dogs and learn about what has been explored, but I think that was covered in the Hughes conversation. Yeah, I think I already explored that with Captain Hughes, and I'm, I just want to spend some time with the dogs and speak to the kennel master, but there's nothing in particular I want to ask. I just want to keep close relations with him. Okay. Um, he seems pretty disappointed at the lack of dogs returning. Yeah, so I explained that... Um, the dogs, um, they were helpful in guarding the camp at night, but um, once combat arrived, it was difficult to keep them from running into the thick of things and getting themselves killed. Well, they're guard dogs. They they yep. do what they're going to do, you know? They, they're here yeah. to guard you, and if there's a monster nearby, they're going to rip it to shreds. Did they, did, did Dancer at least go down gloriously? They went down, they went down fighting, yeah. They definitely did. I think this time I might um, attach them to the sled. That way they can guard the camp without getting loose. You're, you're going to take more? Yeah, I think I'll just take another another two. Do you have uh, harnesses or something for them so I can attach them to the sled? I don't want them to choke themselves if the null turns up. On a, on you can see the tears beginning to form in his eyes as he's already counting these dogs as dead. Um... <laughs> Which, ignoring your question entirely, we, who, who, who do you want? Oh, don't say it like that. I don't want these dogs dead. Of course not. Of course not. I'm not sure. Well, well, why don't you take Cupid and Comet? They're, mm. they're, they're good boys. They're really good oh, boys. They're, they're the best boys. I'm sorry. Tia, Cupid and Comet. All right. Oh my god. So we, so we roll for their HP. Uh, Comet has seven, Cupid has eight. It's pretty These are terrible rolls. Two hit die. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, so average should be nine, I think, if they're 2d8. Um, and these are slightly below average. Okay. So yeah, I, I want to try and get harnesses to attach the dogs to, slot, to the sled. Okay. I see what you're going for here, Nick. This is, <laughs> your shit's you taking too long to develop, so you're taking matters into your own hands. You've got no idea what I'm doing. I'm just trying to attach the dogs to the sled. Uh -huh. So they don't yeah, run no, away. No, no, I got, I got, so they yeah. don't run away. Yeah. Oh no, they're taking the sled with them. Oh no. <laughs> That's terrible, but I'm having ideas. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so you can right. start talking to Comet and Cupid here. Uh, Grimes, you're, you're skiing around and you're uh -huh. setting snares as you're skiing, right? Uh, not after the first couple of days. Not okay. after, if this is week two we're on. Yeah. I would probably spend like ha half my time doing that. So maybe I go out in the morning, check snares, never find anything. Yeah. Tinker with a few of them, come back. Let's spend the rest of the half of the day hanging around the fort. Okay. Sharpening daggers. Yep. I don't know. Doing, doing grimesy things, playing with, playing with rope. Yep. Killing the time, drinking sure. the rums. Yep. Uh, do check your Discord messages as well. Oh. Um, all right, so Yaromir, let's flip back to you. Uh, I want, you're gonna spend a couple weeks doing Gollum research, right? So I want you to, I don't know how to properly, I wanna give you a roll, but I don't so wanna cheapen this. my general this. theory is this. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a role for spell research, right? Mm -hmm. I think that we should take a week or a week and a half or however long you want it to be uh, to research 
uh, the, the, the like spell essentially for this. And I think the, the thought process I have behind this is I'm going to be studying the Ankh because it very specifically um, has, uh, a, I can conjure something from the plane of fire by consuming it. Mm-hmm. So it can very obviously to the Yaramir has some like method of binding a creature and so I'm going to research this method. Like I'm going to draw my my diagram, set up my my occult layer, right? Like I'm going to set out the giant scalp, get my eyeball of the yeti out, consume some silver, and like to spend like a week or so, or however maybe it's the full two weeks in like a trance as I'm like studying the components of this and in conjunction with the elemental, and I'm going to research a way to instead of consuming the onk and summoning a creature of fire, like maybe consume the onk and sever that connection and tie that connection between the the elemental I have captured and a, a body and I essentially am creating like a snowman right <clears throat> to serve as the body okay and then, based on that success or not I'll perform a ritual to do this and then the the ritual will succeed or fail as you see fit <clears throat> that was my general plan do you want to be able to take the snowman with us or leave it here? I want it to be like a, a golem under my control, right? Like, I want it to be my gourd. Badass, man. And it would be sweet if, like, I don't know, I have lots of plans that could potentially work. I need to talk with Neil and you guys. I don't want to put stuff out on stream that won't come to pass. Right. The plan would it be for it to accompany us, not to just sit back in the fort. Right, yeah, it would be, like, for us. Maybe it'll just pull the sled for us. I don't know, but, like, I would totally love to have it. And, yeah. like, the onk can, if you haven't figured out, I, I tried to describe it as, like, having a thread to, to another plane. It, it summons, a, like, a creature from the plane of fire. And so, like, if I can, if I can, if, if we sacrifice the, the value of that, right, the value of that item is probably worth <clears throat> a potential, like, low-level golem. Yeah, because be careful, right? Because that would be very good at killing the dragon. <laughs> All right. So I have done my math. There is, um, I'm not going to tell you what the number is, but there is a, a percent chance to figure out how to make the thing that you want to make happen. And for every week that you put into it, we can give you a, a D100 roll. And if you roll the percentage or lower, uh, I will you, will, you will learn it. Okay, so uh, so your let's be clear on the mechanics. So you're saying I just research for a week at a time, and I'm not consuming anything. What, once you've finished your research, you will know what you have to consume and how to consume it. Um, so okay. it's not going to be like you consume the onk and fail, and then you're screwed without anything else to do. Right. So basically, the research itself is free, but it's going to cost something to actually okay. do something right. actionable with the research. Okay. Right. Can I get? Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So let's do a week of research then. Let's do a D- week of research. D100. Does want, wait, does he want high or low? You want I low. Want low. I want to roll the number under. Yep. I don't think that's it. No, that first week is a head puzzler. You know? Uh, the, the, the little jar that you've got is still shaking sometimes. And yeah. it shakes differently 
when you get the Ankh near it. So you're definitely onto something, but that's about as far as you can get. Okay. Um, let's do it again. Where's that 11 I rolled earlier? Yeah. Or a 2. Or a 19. Jesus fucking Christ, Yaramir. You are so spot. All right, all right. Woo! All right. I'm going to PM you some shit. All right? All right. <laughs> He's giving up his soul for good rolls. That's why he's dying. Um, while you're uh, while you're doing that, I'll take that. I'll become <laughs> Raislin. Raislin was bad. William, how many times have I told you you want to leave your left leg exposed every time you go for that cut? Ah, but you see, the thing is, the nulls are a lot taller than us, and they can't get a blowout to my left leg. Do you honestly think their spears are what? Two feet long? No, but their arms are very short. <laughs> Look. Stay away from my leg, all right? Look, stop God using yourself. the gnolls as an excuse for your bad form. <laughs> it hurts my back to bend down that way, all right? <laughs> I'd rather go for the more aggressive defense. If it hurts your back, then try just. <laughs> Look, if it hurts to hold that stance, then try. And yeah, I think we we kind of like metal oh, yeah. stance. Maybe you actually, maybe you actually like uh, get onto something there. So like maybe there's like a gap in my guard because I've got a sore back. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, like, I'm trying to help you like adjust your stance so that yeah. you're not you're not exposing yourself. Nice. Actually, right. Faris, you're onto something here. Thanks. Okay, I think. This is... Let me just double-check the spelling on these things so I don't look like a complete idiot when I send Yaramir a message with a lot of typos. <laughs> it's okay, I typo all the time. I won't judge. All right, cool. Then there you go. Um, so that'll take up basically the, the rest of the three weeks here. Uh, at the end of the three weeks, Grimes, you find yourself uh, doing pretty well with these skis, actually. Better than you would have expected. Uh, your your ski practice and ski training goes really well, uh, and you find yourself not quite with a proficiency, but pretty damn near it. Nice, uh, Marshall. Your your back and your knees are giving you a hell of a time, and it's being really awkward for you. But it has proved extremely useful for Ferris, who, against all odds has really come into his own as a, a weapon, not quite master, but like just barely almost master. Ferris, you, you're not gonna get weapon mastery during this downtime right here, but you're, you're on the cusp of it. Uh, if you probably had another week or so of practice or training, you could probably reach it. But you're you're just on the cusp as this okay. ship comes back. Hold on, let me read. Um. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay, I mean we can always spend another week <laughs> or two when we get to uh, Saltport or something if it's really looking desperate there. Yeah, if we've got that downtime. Yeah. So Zaz's ship returns. That's not Zaz. She has oh, hired yeah. a little uh, little tugboat to come along and, and help you guys out. Uh, yeah. the, these people are in a, just a, the smallest little ship that could possibly cross open seas. It's got a crew of five. 
uh, and there's barely enough room for you guys to bring your sled on. Um, okay. There's Let's no uh, like compartments for you guys to sleep in, so you're gonna have to actually sleep on the the uh, just like in the the open hold um, on hardwood. Uh, that's fine. Where are we heading in the ship? Saltport. Saltport. Which means it's a little bit quicker, which is good. We'll get off of this. this Let's um work out how much food and stuff we want to take. Yeah. Um, Let's say we take it off. Two months, how much would that way? 100 and uh, so let's let's just assume 30 months or 30 day months. Yes. A little bit a little bit off is fine because I can forage right. for food. So we... 60 days. It's two pounds per day, right? Yeah. So it'd be five hundred pounds off hundred times four. But we also need the dog do the dogs as two take up one day, one person day worth of rations? Uh, I think that's what we said. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so six hundred pounds. 60, uh, times five, yeah, six hundred pounds. Um, which then divided by five for the sled is one hundred twenty pounds on the effective weight. On the sled, yeah. Which is you know fine, sort of. Sure. Half move unless you help carry, in which case we can get it down. That's fine as long as we're moving at light and as long as we stay in the forest, we don't need to worry too much about firewood. Yeah, um, that should be fine. That's more food than we need. But if we stay for the extra two months, then we're gonna need to forage for food as well. But oh, don't forget, everyone should take their own skis as well. How much does a set of skis co- uh, weigh? If you are using them to transport yourself, they don't add to your weight. If you're carrying but, them on something, yeah. they weigh thirty-four pounds for a set, oh, wow. or seventeen pounds each. Yeah, they're they're thick and heavy in order to properly distribute your weight because they don't have fiberglass and modern building techniques. So we're gonna have to keep them on the sled. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're packing the sled. Bundle, are we going to take four pairs with us? Or yeah. Yeah, I think so. Sure, so that's yeah. another 136 pounds on the sled, Sean. Uh, 136. So 136 plus 600. Divide that by five. 147 effective pounds. Okay. Do the dogs help with the sled yet, or is that not a thing? That's. I don't know. Nail is that a thing? Uh, no, not as of yet. You have managed to get harnesses to like better hold the dogs back um but you know you attach them to the sled and the dogs are going separate directions he's got dog dogs mom you know they're... i don't think we've it's occurred to us have dogs do labor yeah. i think they're there are no we're not we're not allowed to make discoveries <laughs> we just we just brought them along to look cute yeah um so how much does this look like i grimes doesn't have any spare weight to help tug it i need some help i've got your skis on here though uh grimes yeah, party skis are on there, I assume. But so I could do with. I mean, if we go to half move, I can pull and I can pull thirty pounds times five. But okay, how much can you pull? It's a light, Sean. Uh, I added a little bit of extra weight. Let me see. I can do thirty-five pounds, I think. Oh wait, yeah, thirty-five pounds and stain light encumbrance. So that's only going to get me to half move. So uh, I, we might need to leave some food behind and stuff. Yeah, it's, honestly, it's whatever if we go at half move for a bit. Yeah. Like, we're not right. in any rush to move right now, and we have plenty of rations. We'll leave stuff in Saltport anyway. We don't need to bring 600 pounds so, with us. I thought we sure. just narrowly slipped away from Sleet's domain. What are we doing walking back into the maw of the beast? Well, we need uh, we need wealth as soon as we can, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've got time to go to the west and for there to be nothing there. Yeah, I lean in and, and whisper so that none of the soldiers would overhear, but I'm like, look, William, you're not as young as you used to be. I, I, 
We've seen you huffing and puffing in the training yard. I don't think you're in any shape to be chasing down a dragon. At this point. We're not going to fight the dragon grimes, regardless of my age, which I'd appreciate if you kept your opinions to yourself. <laughs> but uh, I figured that we could look for more yetis or head to that lumber mill that was uh, that was uh, marked out on the, the plaque on the lighthouse. Maybe Fair even kill our, maybe kill our ghost. Your crossbow should be able to damage it, right? I, I think I'm not getting close to that uh, banshee again. Well, if I get sure. close to it, you can shoot it. Uh, add. Oh shit! How much do these? So, you went in there, didn't you, Grimes? It's the brothel. Yeah, I got hurled out a third-story window by that, by the ghost. Was there anything in there worth taking? I didn't have time to have a look. It hadn't been raided, that's for sure. Did it seem like a fancy place? It seemed like a fancy place that had been left to rot for 1,500 years, yeah. Worth killing it, then. There could be gold in the gems. She's already dead. That's the problem. Who? You need a, you need a priest, not a sharpshooter. Well, I'm sure between your crossbow and Yarabia's magic, we can kill it. All right. Uh, Nick, add another pound of effective weight to the sled for the blunted weapons. Can't hold it anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not making the same mistake as last time where we didn't right. bring them with and couldn't do any practice. Cool. Yep. So it sounds like we are ready to head out to Saltport. All, All right. right. So before we head out, give me a final tally on the sled. <clears throat> uh, so 600 plus 136. Uh, so now plus 137. So 737 uh, divided by five. Oh, shit. So it's 148 effective pounds, Greg. There's 600 no, no, no. pounds of food. Tell me what on the sled. Okay. I'll tell you what's what. How many pounds? Oh, okay. Uh, we have four sets pounds. of skis, which is 134 pounds of skis. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. I can't. I can't. There's too many voices, and I'm sick. How you many pounds of food okay. do we have? 600 pounds of food. 600 pounds of food, and we've used zero so far on this trip. Yes. How many pounds of firewood are we taking on the sled? None, because we're stopping. Zero pounds of firewood. All right. Let's not have a blizzard. <laughs> Uh, we have a small cook pot on the tent. It's 15 pounds. What else is on the tent? On on the tent? What, we have a sled. In, okay, we have the, the sled's base weight plus the tent is 70. We have a small cook pot on the sled. <laughs> uh, what else do we have on besides food? Skis. 136 pounds of skis. 136 pounds of skis. All right. 136. Uh, what else do we have on the sled? I think that's it. Blunted weapons. Okay. Blunted weapons. Blunted oh, yeah. weapons. Which is one of pound of affected weight. It's six pounds total for, for all the blunted weapons. Six pounds of blunted weapons. All right. <clears throat> so, William, what is your current weight other than the sled? Uh, 110.5. 110.5. Yeah. Awesome. So, William's total effective weight right now is 275.9. So, he's still moving at one half. What's the... um? The effective weight of the sled, Greg? 165.4. Cool. Quick maths. <laughs> nice. All right. You guys arrive in Saltport. You are dropped off by this uh, scrappy looking crew um, who doesn't really the talk too much to you guys during the trip. They seem. No, this is not a navy. This is a, a a typical merchant ship. Well, maybe not a full-fledged merchant ship. Maybe it's a, a more of a fishing boat. 
that has been ordered to take this job against their will. They're very unhappy about having to sail down here. They are cranky with you. They really don't speak to you the entire time. Um, and as you kind of have to show them where to go. Yeah, as we, as, we, as we get off near the beach, Ferris says, uh, watch out for rocks on your way back. There's just the same glares and you know evil eyes that they've been giving you this entire trip. Uh-huh. And they, they leave as fine. quickly. And as soon as your shit confirm, is gone, they're... <laughs> hold on, before they leave, can we confirm the pickup location? Saltport, right? Yeah. Zaz is coming Zaz to Saltport, yeah. Zaz will come to Saltport. In five weeks. Okay. Ish. What's the date today, Neil? You arrive on the 6th, the 8th of April. So we're expecting Zaz on the 15th of June. <clears throat> or around that. Uh, sorry, what? It's April. Yeah, so five weeks. It's the 8th of April? Yeah. Five weeks. Yeah. Not eight weeks. Five weeks. Oh, yeah, May. Sorry, I mean May, not June. So you're expecting her on the what of May? 15th, 15th. of May. Okay. Thanks for reminding me the order of the season, the uh, month's going, Sean. I was really confused for a second. <laughs> I was confused. I was like, what's wrong with this guy? Does he not know what month comes after <laughs> Obviously, April. June comes after <laughs> April. <laughs> That's how we do it here in America. I'm sure you guys yeah. have your own seasons up there. Yeah. We do. Yeah. It's just rain and then rain and then more rain. And a bit more rain. Yeah. Sometimes it snows, but then it just turns to rain. <laughs> All right. Here you guys are in Saltport on the 8th of April, and it is a light day. Um, okay. You've been resting for almost a month now. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone should be at full HP, full complement of spells. You okay. set foot in the the town, and so wow. let's uh, pull the sled up to the keep and store some of the food in in a in a room or something. So we don't want to be carrying all of that when we go out if we can avoid it. Okay. Uh, and then uh, I ask Greg what's I ask Yaramir what spells he's got and if he's in a position to fight the ghost. Uh, I assume if you explain to me that you want to fight the ghost like the day before, I can yeah. give a compliment of, of I think we, we had talked about that before we even left, so I think yeah. you were you yeah. were aware. Wonderful. Um, on your party notes, blah, 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 would you make a similar thing to items in the lighthouse, but up for items in the keep near Saltport? And that way you guys can have a can track how many rations you're storing there if you're not going to keep yeah, them all on absolutely. you. absolutely. What are we putting in Saltport? Uh, I think... 300 pounds of food, you think? Two or 300, one of those. Just to get us back down to light. However much food we have to give up to get to light. Let's take five weeks of food, honestly, would be my, my recommendation, because that's when Zaz is expected to come back anyways. So Fort five weeks of food. Salt. Port salt. So we're leaving food in salt port? I think so, yeah. Russians. Yes. Okay, um, we're leaving how much food? 230 pounds. 230. 230 pounds of food. Right. We, uh, what else are we leaving there? The blunted weapons? No, just bring them with us. No, yeah, no, we're taking them because I'm going to practice. That's, that's it, I think, right? Times. Okay, so your weight's at 229. You're now moving it two thirds. What's Thanks. the sled weight? I got the sled weight. The total sled weight's 597, effectively 119.4. Yeah, I just like to keep it on my character sheet. 
so I know my own encumbrance. It changes every day, so I just <laughs> track here. That's, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. So you you head back to the the keep. You look around. It doesn't seem to have been significantly disturbed since the last time you were here. Uh, snow's is blown in. Snow's blown out. No, it's probably early afternoon by the time you get to the fort. I think you arrived at Saltport. As the, long as the like the sun is still high in the sky, that's fine. Yeah. William, we should go check out that brothel before night falls. Yeah, good idea. I suppose maybe the ghost might not be there. All right, is everyone ready for a fight? Yeah. No, the whole goal Great is that God. we're going there not to fight. I'll lick oh, yeah. I'm not prepared for a fight. Um, <coughs> Paris, I'm not sure what you can do to fight the ghost. Literally nothing. So I'll tank it. But if uh, if things get dire, I'll tag you in. Very well. All right. Watch, it does have some level drain attack. Oh, it didn't like before. It. it didn't before, yeah. All right, let's that's go. When, that's when the DM hacks will be flowing in chat. Whoa. I, I don't really have any intention of going near the brothel. I got 100... What, what's the weather today? You said light or... Light. It is a six on so the chart. So minus whatever to missile minus fire. Minus three to missile fire. Yeah, I would say Unless wait it up indoors. for a calm day, and I'll see if I can take. 10. You could just go indoors, couldn't you? That's true. It's go. all light and it's all calm indoors, Ryan. No. Is that let's hard just to, uh, to shoot. Let's... Are are you not a trained marksman? Can you not shoot in in close quarters? Did you never learn that one? You want to find out? And I. <laughs> crossbow. Hey. Look, we've got things to be getting on with. We need to get this done now. Grimes, I appreciate the wind's a little strong, but I'm sure you can still hit it. Either way, we shouldn't be waiting here for multiple days for this, unless you want to wait a week for me to keep practicing with William. No, let's uh, let's go. We can keep we can practice this evening. All right, I uh, I gather everyone outside the the house. Mm -hmm. So we, we head down, down the brothel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I, you know, uh, William encourages Grimes to fight. Like, if you like, I'm not gonna fight. Then um, I tell you to fight. Right, <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to someone, so I didn't want to. I, didn't wanna I, keep I was reassuring my. Uh, I was reassuring Aaron that the the brothel was defunct and she doesn't have any. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, like, are you saying that you're not going to fight it, Grimes? Uh, I'm grumbling about it while you're proposing heading to you know, <clears throat> exercise ghosts, and Look, I'm he... and I'm been promoted to chief exorcist for some reason. If you don't I... like it, then give you a crossbow but... to Faris. No, no, no. I'll take I'll take shots at it, but I'm not going near it. I mean, I think the plan would be to sit in a building across the street and see if I can see the ghost through the window. All yeah. right. It seemed like it would be willing to leave the, uh, the yeah. The Let's try it. Site of ill repute. All right. Well, so Yaramir and Grimes get in safe positions far away. So, as we approach the brothel, I'm gonna cast shield early. Ah. Okay. So you've been keeping track of my AC. Um, so shield, I have AC 16 against melee attacks. And then I have, it goes up based on different types of attacks. Uh, projectiles, I think, is 17. And then I have AC 18 versus hurled weapons, like thrown stones. 
Um, and then I don't know how that interacts with the uh, amulet. So, so you saying that you're you're going to tag the ghost? No, I'm making sure I'm fucking safe. <laughs> it's a good point, though. Maybe you should give me the amulet. No. Okay. <laughs> and that's an in-character no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Yarmi, I thought you would have gotten past that bug by now. Yeah, it's been four weeks, my man. I do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> I feel perfectly fine. Okay. Is everyone in position? I mean, I suppose we're like standing across the street from, yeah. from the brothel, Neil. Do we there see it? There it is. The, the, sign is the sign is swinging in the wind. Uh, the windows are frosted and fogged up, making it difficult to see, and especially since it's so bright outside. And it's no sign of a ghost. It's, you know, it's a fairly peaceful day as far as Caldonia is concerned. All right. So I take my shield and knock on the doosh, doosh, doosh on the door. I back away. And I, I, I put my shield up. Back across the street. Waiting for the things to come out. The ghost does not answer the door. All right. <laughs> I open the door. Uh, inside is like this place preserved by time. There's a thin layer of dust on everything, but there's these like wonderful cushy velvet couches and recliners, and there's all these people frozen in this position of like making out and stuff. Um, it's How a, much? They all have frozen droplets of water splashed on them in various places from the last time Yaramir was here. <laughs> yeah. Burned ash. Like, there's, like, evidence of last rites having been performed on, like, 70% of the people in here. <laughs> Icicles hanging from them yeah. all over the place. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I make a judgment. How how many hours till sundown? Uh, four? <laughs> all right. I shout over the road. Um, Grimes no is, like, praying in the street. There's no ghost. Faris, come and help me search. The two of you stay in uh, stay in position. Rossi, have mercy. Let let loose your grip on this soul. Um, I'm like, the gods don't a, care about you, Grimes. Don't flatter yourself. And then Ferris walks I've into the building. I've got a bolt drawn, and I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't have a religion. They're trying whatever machinations to bless the bolt that I uh, <laughs> think of. William and Ferris, give me perception checks as you step into the, the brothel. Just a pass. 17. All right. You come in and you start looking around and sure enough, there is there is some amount of wealth to be found here. You see a bag of gold coins just like sitting on a table sort of spilling out, um, covered nice. in ice. You'll, you'll have to pry it open probably. It'll take fine. a few minutes. Um, uh, and as you're you're looking around here, William, you, you catch out of the corner of your eye some sort of semi-transparent or semi-non-transparent thing moving towards you. Okay. Forrest, get out. It's here. <laughs> There are windows on the first floor, but they are okay. fairly frosted over, making it difficult so to see inside. Yeah, so I think the ghost jogs out of the out of the front door. <laughs> you two are up. So I'm like, I am across the street, squinting through the window. I will ready a shot to shoot any any spoopiness that I can see through the glass. Yes. Let's so roll I... initiative. Okay. Do I not get a free round or leave now? No, no. The the perception check was to even see the ghost when it's daylight and you're distracted and it's in its natural environment. Um, 
Should I even roll initiative or is like... Yeah, I don't have anything to do for the first couple of rounds. If you I don't just... have anything to do, roll initiative to see if you can get out of the building in time. Okay, um, I mean, it's gonna engage with Nick, right? Because he said it was coming toward him. I mean, your book, who knows what the ghost is gonna do. You should prepare for the worst. Hope sure. for the best. Uh, let me add my token. It's not on the map. Uh, initiative. Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, Kel William Marshall, you're the first one up. All right, I get it. I make sure it's looking at me, right? It's definitely looking at me. It's looking at, well, you know, sure. Sure, it's looking at you, totally. Yeah. I pull, I yeah. take my whistle out, and I turn and run back out of the building, blowing my whistle as loud as I can. All right. And then once I get out the door, I stand off to the side with my, my shield drawn, not my sword, just my shield, and I get ready to engage it. Okay, so William bolts for the front door. Ferris, you are turning to leave as the ghost moves as well. You're both going at five. I run um, out the door behind William. It's coming for you too. As you're the I last one out, um, it's going to make a touch attack at whoa, you. Whoa, 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 if I'm going at the same time, I should be able to move away from it and get behind William is what I'm saying here. Like it's not going before me, right? No, you guys go simultaneously. Right, I yeah. feel like like it, 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 it being able to reach one of us makes sense, but I feel like it probably reach William because it's not going before me here. Uh, it, well, it's not also it's also not moving at the same speed as you, and it can move through doors and walls and tables and nonsense. It's a it's a ghost. Um, so it Take reaches out same. for you, but it does not manage to okay. grab hold of you. You are a nimble little half elf. I float like a butterfly. Yes. Uh, what do you like a and I, I go out the door and uh, wait behind William. <laughs> you get behind William. The ghost sort of comes out towards the front of the door when Yaromir's turn rolls around. Wait, can I attack it when it comes? Cause I, you it's don't probably have your really shield out. You only have your shield out. You gonna make a shield punch? I want to bash it with the shield. Yeah. Are you proficient? I think that makes you lose your shield AC. No, I, I, um, I am proficient. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right, Go ahead spin. and make me roll with your, your shield as it comes towards you. All right, uh, let me just work out what that's going to be. Um, <laughs> level five now. Yeah, plus four for that. Plus that's two um, for my strength, so... Six. If you attack with your offhand, do you still get an attack penalty even if it's not dual wielding? No, it's fine. Okay. And uh, can I get flag attack now because I'm by the side of the no. door? Okay. <laughs> Twelve. Your shield hits the ghost and phases right through it, exposing your flesh to the ghost itself. Okay. Uh, you take... It's three levels. <laughs> uh, you take ten damage as the ghost kind of drains your your warmth and your, your HP. Um, I think, I don't remember how we did this last time. I didn't especially be here, so I didn't check my notes. Did you take an equal amount of cold damage from the no, ghost last time? I don't think so. I think we I just took it. it but yeah. I think it was just took cold damage was against the Blizzard Boy. Okay, yeah. so you, you just take the 10 damage then. Right. I don't have it in my notes as cold damage, okay. but I do have cold yeah. damage in my notes for other things. Sure. So I don't think it did. I just, yeah, I didn't get a chance to check my notes. Um, so yeah, your attack punches through the ghost, exposing your arm to the center of it, which, you know... Is not good for you. Um, yeah, sure. Yaramir, it's your turn. Um, I I 
back up just a little bit because it's coming through the door. I try mm -hmm. to like, because I think I probably was like standing in the doorway and kind of peering in while they went to inspect. And as mm -hmm. it comes out, I like back up and try to give Grimes a shot at it, right? Like allow him that. And then I begin tracing that shooting star on my chest and fire a magic missile at it. Oh, you fire three now. Oh yeah. Uh, if I can find it. There we go, for eight points of damage. Could have been better. Did you up it to 3d4 plus three? You're muted, by the way. Yes, just it rolls, is 3d4 plus rolls. three. Okay. If you I mouse over the eight, you can see what it rolls. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um... I'm going the wrong way. All right, eight damage does, does not kill it. Um, I'm just trying to remember what I rolled for its HP. Cool. All right, roll again. <laughs> yep. so it gets new HP this time, guys. It, I don't know what it's gonna be, but I'm pretty sure eight doesn't do it. So the ghost is on in the doorway? Yes, yes. it is in the doorway. Is it the same matron that we saw last time? Uh, it's a male figure. It's a different one as last time. No, it's the same as last time. It was oh. a male last time. Okay. All right. Uh, I think I finally get a get my wits about me as I'm like backing down the street. Yup. Uh, I think this think this guy died right before. Is there any like firing into melee issues, or can I just take, a, take an attack? Uh, make a cold shot to not fire into melee, please. Since you're having to like fire over these backs at someone who's in melee with them. And then there's a minus six for the wind. Three. Correct. Minus three. Minus three for the wind. Yeah, so it's like minus seven on top of all of your other regular stuff. Yeah, unless there's like a flank attack I can get probably nope. from nope. backing down the street. All right, bad ideas. Oh yep, hit, God, natural one. Roll then me I get a... Attack a yes. Uh, Doesn't the called shot negate friendly fire? Yeah, but he rolled a fucking does. one, man. I, it just goes wide. Yeah, no, this is just, uh, you trip over a mogul um, as you're backing down the street like and you fire a bolt straight into the sky. Cool. Let's hope it doesn't come down and hit some poor innocent person somewhere else. Um, let's roll initiative. Right. Oh, Yaro, you are Give me so that fast. Baby. Oh, oh my God. I'm coming for you, ghosty. <laughs> Is there any sort of dodge action? <laughs> yes, there is a dodge action you can take. What's the initiative? Uh, nothing. Three. Or nothing, yeah, yeah let's just do nothing. The beginning, you get okay, so that's a nine. No, you, you get a bonus of 40 or AC if you make no attack, if you just dodge. Yeah, no, you, there's no initiative roll for it. It's like parrying. Oh. It's just, you declare it at the start of the round, and then you don't do anything else. All right, so, I'm dodging. Yaramir, you are the first one up, buddy. I keep tracing my shooting star. This is a this is a pure just spam my best skill. This is a good one. I can feel it. Ten Ooh, points of damage. Ooh, very nice. Uh, the magic missiles pepper the ghost all over the place, and you can see the ghost actually starting to shred. Like parts of it are falling behind it as it moves forward. Um, Grimes, um, you get your. I gonna use my like half movement back again like i'm gonna try to sure. like hype this thing yeah sure. it's gotta come for you isn't it grimes you get your shot is... off just before the ghost gets its attack <laughs> is it still engaged in melee with yes it is yeah. it hasn't moved yet oh no, god it's not going so well for you today grimes your, your shots are falling all over the place yeah, grimes is like taking off down the street <laughs> right 
Um, William, the ghost ignores you. It actually just goes around the wall, like through the wall, and begins to head down the street towards Yaromir, uh, reaching out a spectral hand, its mouth open in a wide, like, hissing noise. Uh, uh, William, would you please actually make me a perception check as it passes you? Nope. All right, Julio. Uh, do 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 do. Uh, William's not doing too much. Sean, Ferris. I don't really have much to do. I guess I'll get closer to Yarmir so that I can try and like distract him in case he needs to bolt for it. All right. Uh, well, it's coming for you, Yarmir. Let's roll initiative. All right. Uh, Kill it, Greg. Come on. It hasn't gone that round yet, Neil. What? Who hasn't gone what? The ghost hasn't, did it? Or it just you spent its whole turn of movement. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we all rolling initiative, right? Yes. Get fucked, oh. go! <laughs> Jesus, Yarmir. Dang, I don't even get to find out if my magic crossbow works on uh, <laughs> works on these guys. All right, Yarmir, unload your magic missile. Pew, pew, pew. Boom! Your pew, pew uh, scatters the rest of the ghost, and it just kind of, as it chases after you, it leaves <laughs> enough of itself behind that the whole thing just fades and disappears from the street. Yes! Well done, Yarabit. Go team. Woo! All right, let's explore this place. Yep. Have we done a break in a while? It's been over an hour. No, we're going to take a break right now. Okay. After okay. this battle. So we'll see you guys on the other side of the break for whatever you can loot out of the former brothel. See you soon. Nice. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Frozen Frontier. All right. So I guess we... There's nothing to loot on the body, right? It all just disappears. There's, yeah, there's no body. It's a ghost. Yeah, then it gets you back to looting the brothel. It's not Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Well, in like video games, ghosts always leave behind like a little orb of grey stuff that has loot. That's because video games are stupid. Oh look, this this ghost left behind a small orb of grey stuff and there's an axe in it. Yeah. <laughs> video games are dumb. The ghost dissipates into a fine jelly and three swords and rubies fall out. <laughs> yeah. No, we go in uh, we go in search the brothel. So this is this looks like a pretty nice brothel, right? Like very fancy and nice furniture in it. Yes. I'm um, expecting has to find Ferris a visited many brothels in his life? No. Okay. This is the, probably the nicest building you've ever been in, actually. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I'm the, saying the that most... it looks it looks upbeat, right? It's got like nice, well, like nice furniture and everything in it. It looks yeah. like a a reasonably well taken care of environment. That's why I'm thinking it's probably got a decent amount of money in it. Because I I know upper class places are a little. Uh, Expensive. Um, I'd like to actually pose that same question to Yaromir Grimes and Kel William. Have any of you ever attended a brothel in any way? You know, I think Grimes has appeared on stream in a brothel. So, Grimes. so I would yeah at age like twelve. <laughs> so yes, Grimes has frequented many brothels in many capacities. I'm Grimes. sure William has been in brothels before. Wow, Yaromir. But, you know, for like, I don't uh, think Yaromir's like purchased services in a brothel. Yeah, but like, that shit goes down in brothels, right? Uh, sure. Sure. Yeah, so I'm, I was still talking about William, but I mean, like, might have to go there to capture some criminals and stuff I, like I'm that. I'm sure that's what you tell your wife. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I for, think I've probably seen a brothel. I know what they are. Yeah. 
to go stay in the cities, but I don't think, I think Yarmir's been fairly asexual since his wife was murdered. Right, right. Um, which, by the way, is a great story if you guys haven't seen Yarmir's flashbacks. They're pretty solid. Uh, so, for all, all of you that have been inside, this is, uh, you know, a scale above, a class above the brothels you've attended. Even for you, Kel William, this place wow. is like Swanksville. Even 1,500 years later? What things have withstood the test of time? It like seems to all have been... And... It seems to all have been preserved. The, there are gorgeous, intricate carpets that have, like, stories because there's people, like, uh, sewn into it that Ooh. circle around the outside um, so that I tells, think... like, a story of, you know, a man and a woman falling in love and getting it on <laughs> with, like, further decorations. The, the pictorial in the... depictions showing their honeymoon phase. Yeah, uh, and there's very, like, the, the china that's being used and the And then it, like, the traces their marriage through to the midlife crisis, and then there's, like, no, weird no, orgies. No, it's just the honeymoon. And, uh... it's, it's just the honeymoon. Okay. Or, or maybe it's a person being story. hired for the service. There's, like, nice, big, Spice heavy up, drapes. You know? Yeah. There's a, these, like, satin drapes that come down with this beautiful, deep red color that appears to not have been bothered by time. Um, so so the, uh, the trappings of this place are quite fine. Most so of it's gr- too heavy to take out with you, and it's probably not worth taking home. Like, that set of drapes is probably worth, like, 2,000 copper, but the drape's, like, 40 pounds. So, like, you know, that might not be worth it. Um, the easily available treasure and gold that you can find, because there is gold just like sitting out on counters and in like a, a temporary lockbox. Sorry, do you say two hundred thousand copper for the drapes? At no, pounds. He said two th- four thousand. Something like that. I'm um, on the lookout specifically for pearls. Like if there's a string of pearls that a woman would wear, or something like jewelry. Um, yeah. Okay. You find um, 700 gold coins just kind of lying around in various places after you spend a few hours searching the place. There's three floors to this after all. Um, You find 45 pounds of easily transportable art objects. Um, Grimes, you want to give me an appraisal check? Or maybe I should give you the appraisal check behind closed doors. Let me roll your appraisal check for you. Sure. My skill is nine. Thank you. Uh, yeah. You estimate this to be about 170,000 copper worth of art objects that weigh 45 pounds. It's worth about 240,000 in this place so far. Mm-hmm. Nice. Can you and say that number on the art value again? 170,000. 170,000. At 45 pounds of art objects. Um, so this is all of the very obvious stuff. And if ever you were, you could probably scrape a little bit more out of here if uh, you didn't have to worry about transporting it long distances. Cause there's like a carpet and that carpet's probably worth a couple thousand copper, but that carpet also is like 45 pounds and it's fucking heavy. Um, we can load it more than that. Ship. You sell that to some rich noble, tell them it's a Caldonian relic that's 1500 years old. Maybe. Oh, Get 10 okay. times that price. So Maybe. we have 52 pounds of treasure so far at 240,000 copper in value. Okay. You should have 59 pounds. 700 it's gold se- coins is 50 coins to the pound? I thought it was 100 coins to the pound. 50 Isn't coins that- to the pound. Okay. Uh, then, yeah, it's, it's been generous. 14 instead. So. I think 
Greg, are you keeping track of this on a spreadsheet? I am, yeah, you can see it down below the party funds. I have yeah, the back of the amount that was stolen by the gnolls that given to the dragon. And under that, we have the gold coins and copper, and here's the weight. We didn't have a weight approximate on the gold that was stolen, so I have no weight. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. Um, also, can I get a perception check from everyone in the party as they search this for maybe hidden treasure, hidden compartments, anything like that? No, I'm not on today. Oh, yes. Oh, thank the lords that Kel William is here. Um, you're Grimes walking around. Too... Oh, I was, okay. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just <laughs> saying Grimes, I think, is too afraid to touch anything. Like the fact that everything is so well preserved, I don't think he puts a I hand on anything. I think he's poking, <clears throat> poking it all with like the end of his crossbow or the back mm-hmm. of a dagger. But I don't, yeah. Yeah, I think Ferris is too busy like prying frozen enough. coins off of things to, to really pay attention. He's just like chat suggests that yeah. Tara, Ferris is going through the corpses and pulling out gold teeth. <laughs> uh, William, you're back behind the the main bar counter. Uh, you've already taken out this like temporary small lockbox that easily opened up and had some gold coins in it. But there's like a squeaky section to the floor that feels really out of place in this otherwise fairly nice building. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find a, a little uh, a little edge to one of these floorboards right up against the, the section of the bar that comes open very nicely and set into the ground is a safe. Oh yes. I pull the safe out. Um, it's heavy, but you are strong, so it's not a problem. I lift it out, and I uh, take a look at it. It's, it's locked, right? It's locked. I look around behind the desk for a key. There's no key lying in plain sight. Maybe there, it's uh, on one of these people. Maybe yeah. it's not Has on one of these people. ventured upstairs? Grimes. Grimes, yes. I need you. Come here. I mean, we're assuming we've we've gone through the whole building. Uh, I just wanted to make sure because nice. there were three stories and like a bunch of rooms up there. Yes, so like, yeah. I, I think this this like is us going through the whole place. Yes, yeah. you've searched the whole place. Grimes. N- yeah, nice find there, Captain. I knew a place like this had to have a a safe that keep the good stuff. You just got to know where to look. Hey, do you think you can get this open? Perhaps. Do I have? I never got actual thieves picks, did I? Or is that something? You probably should have thought about that. Not well, get thieves I, I can't exactly requisition thieves tools from my uh, my captain, can I? So I think I'm getting a penalty for improvising. As you explain this to me, I'm just like, why wouldn't you get thieves tools? Lockpicks just... aren't inherently thieves tools. Lock, well, like, yeah, locksmiths would need those as well, wouldn't they? Why call them thieves tools? That's your mistake. <laughs> you need lockpicks. <laughs> Lockpicking tools. Is there some way I could help with a magic like mine? Where, like, if he said, I need this type of shape, we could get some wire and mm. so that we can, like, negate or have or improve that penalty. Ooh, what spell were you proposing to use? <laughs> Bind. Um, it usually lets you command rope to make specific actions, but given a non-combat situation, wire is rope-like, and I could command it to put itself in the shape that he requires. Yeah, that will work. If you can find a little bit of wire and you have a bind spell on hand, you can make thieves picks for him. Cool. So uh, I assume that there's definitely wire in a brothel, like sheets, I'm... um... 
in ladies' hair nets or or hair clips. Oh yeah. Or, you yeah. find there are some a few sets of pearl earrings around this place to answer your other question. Oh, and if awesome. you rip the pearls out, the the hooks for the earrings can be shaped into to wire or wire. And if he doesn't find anything good enough, Ferris is going to be going out anyways, looking for a crowbar just in case we need a we need a backup plan. Right. Um. And I'll I'll pick up any wire I see when I go out as well. Do you have a bind spell on you right now, Yarmir? I do. Yeah. Nice. There you go, Grimes. You have thieves picks. Add them to your character sheet. Is that permanent or is that just permanent? They've been permanently shaped this way. Yes. <laughs> Great, Yarmir, making shit for everyone. Do I find a crowbar anywhere, Neil? Like no. Bars, we not bring a crowbar with us. Like I bought a, but a like a bunch of. Unless William has it, I don't think we have a crowbar. This uh, is yeah. why we need a second sled, one that I just yeah. outfit with gear. <laughs> All right. Once we get the dogs pulling them for us. So, so uh, I think what is your your uh, check? What is your skill uh, in lockpicks? Fifteen. So I think after sitting down with William and Yaramir and talking through the lock, and then Yaramir magically creating the uh, perfect tool for the job, <clears throat> I should be able to figure out up to an excellent lock. Yes. All right. So you work at this thing. And, uh, you know, about six minutes later, the lock clicks and clacks and opens up. Um, I in, in this strong box, you can count out uh, <coughs> 2,000 gold coins. Whoa. And 300 platinum coins. Oh. Um, it's worth noting that there's not a single silver or copper piece anywhere in this brothel. Nor Whoa. any iron pieces. You know... Actually, I haven't these seen people, any iron pieces anywhere. There could be nobility in some of these. Like, some of these bodies could be nobles. Maybe um, in their clothes there might be letters or rings Can on I their fingers. That? Sorry, I was trying to interject in between. Can I get that plat number again? 300, 300. platinum, 2,000 gold. I think uh, we should thaw all the bodies. <laughs> Neil, did that... Uh... Did the like art object count include jewelry from looted corpses? Yes, it did. That's something you assumed that we already did. Yes, I assumed wow. you looted everything possible. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Um, right. So there's nothing else to be found by thawing the bodies? Uh, like there's loot. nothing obvious. Maybe there's, maybe someone swallowed a dagger? I don't know. Why don't you what try if it? somebody had like a, a letter in their pocket, in a, like a jacket? Would I been, we wouldn't have got that right. Correct. You would not have gotten any letters or anything uh, like Neil, that. Neil, what does platinum convert to gold-wise? 200 to the copper. 200 to the copper? So yeah. two to the gold, then. Yeah. God. Sleep must have so much gold. 200. So you should have 105 pounds of loot by my calculations. Yep, that's what I came up with, too. Uh, and so that's six and pounds. You should have we add six pounds. 500,000 copper worth? Is that what you got, Greg? I left uh, I'm it, adding um, it up right now. I left it, um, I left it, I left it 2,700 gold and 300 platinum because we haven't officially turned it in yet. Okay. Cool. I, I left it at 500,000. In, in case we have to make a choice. Cool. It's at 500,000 for value right now. Yeah. And did we add the lockbox to the sled? Is that something we want to carry uh, around? The lockbox... I guess has some amount of value to it, but it's not really... But it is a decent container. As a lock, I mean. Do, would we oh. want to lock our own loot? Can oh, you relock it? Ashes. 
Um, no, but I think I I think it would take. I mean, you just some minutes it, right? every time. I think I will have yeah. to pick and unpick it to lock and unlock it. Correct. I mean, we're not so as long as we just keep valuables in there. That's fine, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I can always pick it. <clears throat> it takes time. It yeah. takes time. Let's keep the coins in there then. The gold, right, and the platinum. Why not? Fifty-nine. As we'll put the other seven hundred gold in it. We have one hundred and five pounds of treasure, right? I'm doing all this math myself. Sure. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, what do you think? We should thaw the bodies, see if they melt like those other ones. Yes. Yeah. Then yeah, we should we do it. Do that. Let's. Um... We should do it one at a time. Agreed. And also, I want to make specific search. Last time when Crimes and I were running for our lives through the brothel, there was like a big room on the third floor. It looked kind of like a like a grand chamber or something. Maybe it was just like where the good clients got to go. But uh, I want to like specifically check that room um, because if like that was the matron's quarters, we might be able to find something better there. <clears throat> sure. Okay. Uh, you head up into that room, and I don't remember the description I gave for it beforehand. So if there are inconsistencies, I apologize. Uh, okay. But in this room, there is a, a single male figure and three female figures, all frozen in the throes of passion. Do any of them look like the ghost, actually? Back Give me a, a charisma check. Yeah. How about 28? The male figure resembles the ghost. Interesting. Mm. Let's thaw him first, then, maybe. Um, no. Um, hold on, in character. Um, no, William, I do not wish to thaw this one out first. If he was part of, if he was the ghost, then I think studying him as is more fruitful. <clears throat> if you say so, but he's most likely to be nobility as well, so. Then you don't want to destroy him. Actually, if he's naked, I don't care. Because, like, I want to check his clothes and stuff like that. Like, I, I'd like to find if there's any letters or anything that people he have written. He is wearing no clothing. Yeah, all right. I'm not bothered about him, though. <laughs> okay, so... There's I mean, a possibility I... he could be coming back. We should probably not rest here for the night. And I imagine we're getting somewhat close to sundown at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get back to the boss. And William, it yeah. might be worth considering just using the rest of this time to uh, to rest. We have quite a bit of weight on us now with all this treasure. And frankly, this is what, half of what we've made the entire expedition? Um, no, I think we can't just waste all the time. We have to bring it with us. Did we make, how much have we brought back for the, the thing? It's like 1.2 million, right? 1.3, I think. Oh yeah, so this is actually quite uh, a yeah, good find. Yeah, this is like 50% of what we found over the entire expedition so far. Well, we're only gonna be giving 75% a lot, so... Oh, right, that was 1.3 after you took out your 25% uh, that you... so... Still, uh, it's, it's more than a third. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's pretty good. But, um, I think we should at least go to the lumber mill. We can just leave some more food back in the, uh, in the fort and take the wealth with us. Let's throw some bodies out tonight. Let's get some good sleep and leave in the morning. So... I have a couple of non-weapon proficiencies that might help um, in the study of this corpse. Um, mm -hmm. 
of archaeology and I have I have um, uh, uh, folklore. Uh, can I consult one of those um, in some, like, in narrative, like, I want to, like, create some kind of ritual, maybe <clears throat> using my, my bones or um, maybe drawing some kind of arcane glyph in the study of this corpse. But can I <clears throat> see if this, uh, if, if the um, ghost is put to rest or if it's still bound to this corpse in some way, if I come back? Sure. Uh, tell me what what spells, if any, would you like to use in this, and what uh, describe your ritual to me. Okay. Um, well, I don't have any first level spells that make a ton of sense here. Um, Ooh, we lost Ryan. I oh. think. <clears throat> I think that. Um, I think that um, I'm going to do. I think I'm going to do uh, the sepia snake sigil as this like pattern beneath the ground. I don't have the material components for it, but I'm like invoking that magic since it's specifically new to me. Mm -hmm. And like it is like uh, <clears throat> it's the most like non hit like. I used up bind, and then I took acid arrow and levitated pattern in my second levels. I used up all my magic missiles and shield. Yeah, I think it's just like the best one I can do at this moment, unless levitate better. And uh, I, I create this like pattern, right? And <coughs> um, use it as the focus of, of the ritual as I examine the body. Okay. Give me... No, I'll just make your checks in secret. All right. Do I want to move on the cameras a little bit? Because we can definitely get into a point where we're all in frame. Yes, if you can... If you go left... There you go, you're good. And Nick, you go right. And Greg, you go down and right. right. That's, that's the wrong way. So this is the right no, way. I'm, you're you're I, good. I'm you're good all good now. now. Everyone's good in the right now. spot, except they end up with their people's cameras. <laughs> Actually, I'm only the one wrong camera spot. All right. Uh, ooh, that's actually a good roll for you. You, you're fairly attuned to the supernatural at this point. You have had weird voices whispering in your head. You've kind of walked through mists, which have kind of screwed with your, your sense of time. You've experimented with the dead and binding uh, elementals to your will. With this semi-failed casting of Sepia Snake Sigil, since there's no components here, you you find yourself reaching out to something somewhere, um, and it's, it's more of just like an empty void. Um, you reach out throughout this room, and, and it's... Other than your own presence here, it just kind of feels empty. Interesting. Okay. <clears throat> um, I just, I guess after flitting about the room for some time and coming to the conclusion that it's empty, I, I guess there's, the ritual kind of just comes to an end and <clears throat> feel kind of confident that, <clears throat> that at least it's not bound to this corpse. Perhaps then, like, I'm more willing to thought this one out if William's intent on it. Mm -hmm. I'm not um, bothered if it's not got clothes. Let's see. Waylon, can you list for us your non-weapon proficiencies? 
Yes. It's an odd question, Neil. <laughs> uh, land riding. Etiquette. Heraldry. Reading and writing. Animal handling. And jumping. Okay. Why? Uh, would you please make me a heraldry check to see if you can recognize any of the symbols or sigils on the pile of clothes near these four dead people? Hey, 22. Uh, yes. Sorry about you... that. What's up, Ryan? And not uh, much. I don't, know, I don't know what I did. My modem decided to restart itself, or maybe I kicked it and didn't realize. I'm back. All you missed was stuff that you would have been out of the room for anyway because you're scared of Yaromir's magic. So, uh... Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Do we, we should probably redo cams really fast because we're all in the wrong spots. We are. <laughs> we'll, we'll fix it in a bit. Um, okay. Uh... Oh, yeah. Um, William, you recognize the sigil in, the pile, in this pile of clothes over here as the royal seal of the house that ruled Caledonia some time oh. ago. Ha, so uh, it looks like this this male figure here with these people is somehow related to the royal family. Wow. Okay, so I'll take the uh take that the jacket or whatever it is that's got the sigil embroidered on it. Sure. I mean it's like a frozen jacket. So you'll have to like thaw it out if you want to carry it around other than like as an awkward block of ice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I go back up to Yaramir's room then and just make a second check of all of the the desks or anything in that room to see if he's like you know left anything written or perhaps left anything that might not have seemed valuable at first glance, but given that it was made by some of the royal family, it might be. No, no, there's not much here. There, there are the occasional writings, but there's nothing that looks like it would be particularly interesting. Uh, no one's coming to brothels to write fun letters or interesting letters to anyone, you know, it's... Yeah, sure. Yeah. So does um, does that house still exist? No. No, the Cal- all the people in Caldonia vanished when, you know, 1,500 years ago. Yeah, but what about, like, if one of them had, like, a woman had married someone of another house, like a man of another house? They would have been folded into that line, and 1,500 years later... I mean, it's like, you know, does anyone of Charlemagne's family still exist? Probably, but who can trace their lineage back to Charlemagne? I'm sure somebody claims that they can, but yeah. Yeah, Fair but it would be that same level of claim. Yeah, all right, well, I'll take the, um, I'll take anything else that I can find with that sigil on it. Okay, cool. All right, I'm going to stop your cameras and turn them on in that order. Perfect, wonderful. Good job, everyone, except for Nick. Good job, everyone. Uh, all right. Is there anything else you would like to do in this very <laughs> comfortable but spooky brothel? You said you wanted to thaw bodies? I will just carry a few back to the keep. Whoa, why are we carrying... Let's just thaw them outside. We need to start a fire, and we're going to be starting a fire out there anyway. Just just do it outside. I don't want to melt these bodies in the keep. I don't have anymore. We don't want them turning to goop in inside the place that we sleep. Yeah, I meant like in the courtyard or something. William, just go yeah. chop some firewood. You can chop plenty. Oh, fine. Get the tinder boxes ready. Shit, let me do it. I'm better at this than you are, surprisingly enough. Fine, you do it then. 
containers in the brothel? Like, are there like old wine bottles or something I can find? Absolutely. Nice. Okay. I what are you trying to get? Um, I'm going to get, well, how many wine bottles can I find? Maybe that could be my new jar. Hundreds. Do any of them have corks? Any way yes. to stop for them? Yes. Many okay. of them are unopened. All right. I think it's, oh. re- I think it's reasonable to say that uh, I take like three or four of them. Let's say four. The four is a lot. Wine bottles are big and uncomfortable. Like, we'll say I'll take two. Mm-hmm. Two wine bottles. It's a shame that wine spoils. Well, it's also frozen, you know? Yeah, but... Oh, so maybe it's it all right. Up, I can pour out whatever's inside and then, like, use it to hold liquid or something and stop sure. it up. Right? You'll, yeah, to, like, you'll warm the wine up, it'll melt, and you can uncork it and shake it out. It'll be fine. It's probably um, good wine, guys. Let's, uh, let's test it before we just I get think it. My internet but this is, this is not how... You can't freeze wine and yeah, no. be frosted and expect it to be high quality. Yeah, no. Like, like even high quality wine still spoils you, after a while. 1,500 years wine. might be... Might be a bit. Uh, I mean, probably still better than no one. The wine that is, is uh, depending on how much of an alcoholic yeah. you are. <laughs> well, we'll drink it and roll the grub skill. I might I try. It may be the same sort of thing as the tapestries, where like if we sell it off as uh, yeah, 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 so maybe not fifteen hundred year old Caldonian wine. There may be people that would pay just for that. There's a James Cameron of the world gonna, who wants your ancient wine. Yeah, yeah but it's going to taste like shit. Yeah. Imagine if they found a bottle of wine from Atlantis. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That sell for loads. I mean, they did find bottles of wine from the Titanic, and there was some sale of those, I think, right? I mean, oh, honestly, the, the bottle of wine might just go into an art object at that point. Yeah. I feel like that's... Because it definitely does have that, like, antique value to it that you could sell to a collector. Although, do people want to be buying antiques in a time of war? Yeah. Also, the population of Caldonia, or of um, Drekus, is pretty small. It's like... 300,000 total. So the the market for these things is pretty pretty small. Mostly you would be exporting I mean, you, across the whole country. If you expand to Aridon though, yeah. Well, but there's a war with Aridon currently. That's true. Yeah. Because the one thing you do when when demons start invading is attack your your neighbor as a as a grab for power. Well, when you're, you're a queen, actually, come back to me. Yeah, you're, you're I know missing info here. Oh, I know what I'm saying is it's just more proof that humanity needs to be destroyed. Don't question the will of the great Yeah, I know it was. I can't wait for the day that Van Helsing argues with Ferris about the merits of the human race. So I know it was. Van Helsing walks away. God, I hate elves. I told you they're just like tall dwarves. Grimes, you're trying to say something. Yeah, yeah. So I know I was like poo-pooing on the idea of this wine being of quality but i the more i think about it the more i like i do actually think that sounds like a reasonable plan at least for grimes right so i would like to find luxury goods that could be sold at an unreasonable markup marketed as if they were like 1500 year old caldonian blah blah blahs mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll grab a few of those things actually so sure. you said there were cat there were bottles of wine about and a lot of bottles of wine hundreds of them that's probably the most obvious thing that i can think of I don't know. Yeah, if yeah. I don't think you maybe want some of like the drapes and tapestries. Like if any of them have like very um, like there were ancient heraldry symbols on those, right? Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff. Like that... there's probably like drapes themselves wouldn't sell for much, but like drapes that are in that are embroidered with like very specific things that relate to the mm-hmm. Caldonian continent. That's and probably there's collectors carpets item. and there's you know paintings and stuff. There there are things that could be of value. 
um, but that aren't explicitly valuable to the crown. Things yeah. that you would have to like see so, what the market will bear. Yeah, um, so, so I'm not I mean, honestly, a, we could give those to Zaz at that point because yeah. she's right. a merchant. So anything that's like really heavy and not that expensive, we can just store in the keep. We don't have to keep it with us, and then when Zaz picks it up, we can put it on the ship. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I think I'll prep a couple of cases of wine. They're down by the docks or leave them in the brothel or something, but just have them boxed and ready for let's, when the ship returns. keep it all with the food in the keep. Okay. okay. In one place, right? Yeah. Sure. You guys so bring we... all the goods back to the keep that you can. Uh, the sun does set. And we will close out this day. Oh, God, my ink has run. And we will we... come back. We thaw a body. Does it melt? Where are you thawing this body? Outside like, of the brothel. Paris sure, yeah. went and chopped a bunch of firewood. In fact, Neil, I want to like chop some some excess firewood in case uh, in case a blizzard rolls in. Yeah. Sure. sure. And just start a bonfire in the street and like lay a body next to it. Yeah. yeah. Are we um, eating the food at night from our supplies in the fort? For today, yes, because I haven't foraged fire. anything. Yeah. 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 All right. So and don't forget the dog strike. Five pounds. Yarmir melts a, a some wine uh, and empties it out, uh, and then you guys begin to thaw. Is it anybody in particular, or just the closest one? I think to the any door? of them. Yeah, we want to see what happens right. to them. Yeah. I think I might be the one doing this stuff, right? Like I'm kind of the. Sure. I mean, Ferris probably built the fire for you because I have that proficiency. I can build like a really nice controlled bonfire for you. But right, you, yeah, so. you probably do all the body stuff yourself. So once again, as you place a, a hand or a limb or whatever it is that you're placing near the fire, the, as the, the ice around it melts and the body begins to thaw, just like this liquefied inside pours yeah. out of the, the warmed up thawed area. I would like to bottle some of that if possible. You can bottle liquid flesh. I'm just gonna like fill up like three quarters of a wine bottle in case it like expands or does something weird so that there's space and then I'm gonna cork that. Um, <laughs> I like to imagine the face is just like gushing out liquid flesh and he's just like collecting it like it's coming out of a faucet. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> um, can I? <clears throat> I have anatomy and healing, which I guess technically isn't medicine. But like, can I? He healing is medicine. Yeah. Okay. Healing, yeah. <laughs> can I? Can I um, determine if this is like some kind of natural process, or if it seems to be magical? <clears throat> Give me a healing check. <sighs> you also have arcanology, right? I do have arcanology. Yes. Okay. So this does look to you kind of like the. Someone who has a really, uh, what's it called? Um, there's a term for this. Uh, it's not a... Necrosis? No, cess. It's not, it's not a cyst, it's um... Oh god, what's it called when like your insides begin to liquefy because you've got like a, a bacterial infection and it's closed up? Um, I don't know. No idea. There's a term. Oh god. Where are the doctors and nurses in chat? Save us. Sepsis, Sepsis? thank you. That's okay. the thing, I think. Yeah. Okay. This what looks like the, the sepsis gook. Um, 
So, it, okay, so Yaramir kind of comes to the conclusion that whatever the magic is, is essentially preventing a natural process from occurring. And then as we dethought, the magic is, is, is undone. And so a natural like process is sped up, like instantaneous all the time. Mm. And okay, very cool. Um, does Yaromir and the people of Arcadia have an understanding of bacteria? Is that a thing that they know exists? No, not really. Biology. Has microbiology been invented? No, there's no microbiology. Okay. Because um, I think like, if you, okay, um, but they do understand poison. So maybe, maybe he thinks the blood, the body has been poisoned either by time or nature or even like arcanely, but it's a natural reaction to like this poison in the body. Mm-hmm. Perhaps he thinks that the stuff in the bottle might be more akin to a poison um, than like a bacterial infection he can inflict on someone. Mm-hmm. It's the, pretty the, gross. Huh? It's pretty gross. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't have to detect magic, which is unfortunate. Um, but <clears throat> uh, the next thing I want to, like, can we like chop this? That's, eh, I mean, we don't need to chop a body up. We so, have lots of bodies. So, can I drink some of this wine to like make sure you grab the right no. bottle? Yeah, for sure. Oh, but okay, I, I think, I mean, I think I probably had to. Dr- we had to drink some to clear out the bottle for him to. Yeah, I just poured. I just poured mine out. No, no. Oh, well, well, let's you taste can, test it first. You can get another bottle. There's a, there's I, infinite wine for your purposes today. <laughs> Be careful. We, pre- we broke one. We we schemed about breaking one economy with walls of iron. Don't don't let me break another with infinite. All right, All right there's not actually infinite, but you, there's no shortage of wine for today's purposes. So you can drink some more. Well, um, I, yeah. Can how does it taste? How bad is it? It's not great. It's it's really not great. You can make me a grub skill check at minus five <clears throat> um, to like stomach it. I don't think I have a grub to skill. see if you can enjoy it. You don't. Can we roll a No, actually, only Yaramir has a grub skill. I do, um, I do have a grub skill. How yeah. do you? Grub skill is seven, but I'm not drinking that wine. 3d6 first. No, no, 3d6, buddy. Always 3d6. Oh, Grimes has a weak, con- a weak stomach. You're just very picky about your food. Shit, maybe it is bad wine. No, I, uh, I do the best best I can to stomach it, but it's awful. Do I, like, retch, Neil, or what's, uh, what's that? No, I mean, it's like if you're a... It's like the first time you have shitty vodka when you're young, and you're like, oh, I've got this, like, bottle of Sky, and you, like, take a shot of it, thinking that it's gonna be easy, and it's just, like, disgusting. You're like, ugh. You don't retch, but it's just gross. <laughs> like, it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, this is gonna be a tough sell. We'll see if I can mix some sort of cocktail with it and rebottle it. It's now, probably more valuable unopened, Grimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a collector's <laughs> item, not not a literal drink. Let the buyer beware. Mm-hmm. All right. Last Let's, uh, okay, go on. Last time I detected magic on the bodies, the skin was magical, but the goop wasn't. I don't know if I trust that. I'm probably gonna do that again now that I have a bottle of goop, but... Um, on the next body, I would like to spend some time with the, the owlbear feather quill and like diagram the symbol of 
I guess we're the base of this symbol is the, the pointed star for detect magic, but I'm trying to apply the research I did over the last two weeks of binding. See if I could bind this magic to the, the entire body and then thaw it out and see if it prevents the gooping. See if I could make this magic like a solid, solidified form. Hmm. All right. <coughs> you try it. You use the feather. You use your your geometry symbols. Um, but there's it doesn't seem to have any effect. You you try and thaw the body again, and the same thing. That the insides okay. begin to just flow until the whole body is just a, a shell. Okay, I probably make notes on that, right? If I was doing this more scientifically, I would like chop pieces of the body up and try it on little pieces and yada yada yada. But right. uh, basically, I, I the first body was for collection purposes, and then the the second was to like continue that research um, into, into magical binding, mm-hmm. and so like set up a success or failure on the chart, and and that's like what I spend that time doing. Mm-hmm. Right. You guys get back to the the keep mm-hmm. um, as the sun goes down, and you call it a day. Uh, yeah. And we're gonna take our last break. This was a little bit of a short piece, but it's fine. And we'll see you guys on the other side with the end of today's Frozen Frontier. Bye bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Frozen Frontier. Um, the next day is i believe a light day as well it's a seven on our chart okay. uh yeah it is a light day and okay. and you start in the keep might be able to get there in one day yeah so we're taking three weeks of rations in case it gets real bad with blizzards yeah um and anyways we'll be at light encumbrance with it so we have the treasure and some of the food great with a lot of it staying in the uh in the keep and you have some amount of firewood i assume uh, I we can do that, I guess. But no, we're, I, we've just been shopping it. Yeah, we've just been shopping in the evenings. Okay. <clears throat> Onwards, friends. All right. All right. So, D eight plus six for light, and then we're at three quarters move. I mean, six point seven five miles. And you're Almost. going towards the the big yellow X. Yeah. So Yaramir said that he should be able to lead us accurately to this lumber mill because he has direction sense. Sure, uh, Yaramir, you have a map and you have direction sense. Give and me, a compass. <clears throat> give me a direction sense proficiency check. I don't think I need to. Doesn't have one. He has literally everything that he should need to be able yeah, to do without error. Yeah, I think by having map plus compass plus proficiency, plus he's proficiency, like infallible. I don't think I need it. Never check. mind then. All right, you make 6.75 miles. In the current <clears throat> perfect. So we camp out. Um, <coughs> people on watch have two dogs with them, Neil, remember? Yep, you're, uh, what is it? It's Comet and Cupid. They are noisy little fuckers. Uh, they seem pretty excited to be out of the fort and in new territory, although a little unsure of you for they haven't really gotten to know you all that well but still they get to be bounding through the snow and, and doing fun doggy stuff yeah and they so get they're... to help pull a sled because they're harnessed gonna, to it i'm gonna roll some uh animal handling to make friends with them all right oh, oh no you know what they bite you <laughs> i was uh... gonna say he bites your head <laughs> yeah they're not you too happy shit. <laughs> we go to treasure town you're totally getting lowered into the sphere of annihilation <laughs> <laughs> um 
All right, that is the 9th of April. Um, while we're camping, um, I want to ask either Grimes or, or Ferris to like, for like a knife or to have them help me make little darts. No problem. I have uh, Bowyer and Fletcher, so I can actually make darts, no problem. Yeah, they, I can't put I heads on them, it. Like, I need them for a spell, so I don't actually need them to be, like, throwing darts. What I what I need, like, I just, I teach, like, like I, I ask you for specifically, like, little, like, like a bandolier, like, almost, like, mash okay. stick. I think, is darts. fletching 2d6 per day? You can make as many little tiny darts as you want. They're, we're, right. like, talking matchstick size. It's Oh, okay. Yeah, I make yeah. them a, a ton of little darts. You got how, many, how many darts do you want, Yaramir? Ferris uh, is just like... Every I would, chop I would like a minimum of 10 castings, but as many as you can feed. There like, just gets a whole log and he, how he many chops do, you like a hundred How many of those before I reach like half a pound? 10 to the pound seem reasonable? That's a no, I was going to say like a hundred to the pound. Yeah, I'm, I'm so just going to make him a hundred. Like, give me like 20. I don't, need, I don't need to be loaded to the gills with matchsticks. I, I make him a hundred anyways, and there's just a big <laughs> pile of like matchstick sized darts. You can pick the 20 best out of his hundred right. creations. Are they actually useful or are they just effigies? Like so they're, they're Grimes, essentially Grimes, effigies. Grimes plays with some of the leftovers and practices throwing them. They're like this big and they're wood. They don't throw yeah. well. They're excuse me. They're they like toothpicks do. for you, Grimes. They're like toothpicks. yeah. They're I think they're too I small. I feel like really. I should be able to throw a toothpick as well as you throw a dart. It just doesn't do any damage, right? No, no, because it's too small. Any this sort is of like, like throwing pencils at the office ceiling. The the yeah, dead, but they're they're too small and too light. They get blown by wind too easily. Yeah, like, the surface sort of area, area to weight ratio is not favorable. So are you scaling your missile weapon rules to missile weapon size? I and will weight? stab you with a pencil in the eye, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you guys have darts over there? Actually, like that's game. a fair point. My arrows are Dark. bigger yes. than his yes. bolts, so I feel like they should be less impacted by the heavy winds. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. <laughs> it's the next day, everybody. It is Monday, the 10th of April. It is light weather outside. Um, before we roll, can I make an out-of-character observation? I feel like Greg kind of sounds like a stoner from an American film. Like, yo, dude... I, I imagine him as a heavy smoker, honestly. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Because he doesn't, he doesn't sound like he's he's high on any sort of substances. He just sounds like his throat has been, he's had something in it for the past 20 he years. He sounds like life. Great Aunt Edna with her smoker's cough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I see what you mean. The, the West Coast accent plus. Yeah. Yeah. Plus. Plus a Horace voice. I could see it. West Coast mm-hmm. accent is immediately associated with stoners, I take it. Sort of makes sense. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly like that, right? Your, your guy voice, Neil. Yeah, yeah dude. guys totally like. Yeah. It's the most stereotypical voice ever. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's great. All right. Um, uh, it's the, the 10th of April. Where yeah. are you guys going? To the logging camp. To the logging camp. What's Kick the weather like? What, what, what kind of distance am I making for us here? No, we need nothing. We need like four and a half. Don't say that. You know he's gonna roll a blizzard now. You you said it, and now we're gonna get a blizzard. Never. Uh, where are we here? Do 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 do. do. Okay. Uh, give me give me your distance roll. Unless you. Oh, what's have. the weather? I need I need the it's weather light. so I know the distance. Oh, D eight. Six. Yes, that'll do it. That should, yeah, it literally could not do worse, and it's fine. All right, uh, we travel so so 
such a short distance because we spend it like wandering around this area trying to find yeah that makes sense. of interest yeah we find it yeah uh you make your your maximum movement for that day and the you know you're headed in the right direction but where you are currently positioned on the map does not have any signs of a river or a uh, a logging camp you might just need to go a little bit farther because you're working from like plaques and okay. your maps. But we need are a little we bit. are confirmed going in the correct direction with Yarmir's direction sense and map. Yes, yes, that that is a hard skill he has. So okay. um, I think it's just a matter of searching the area. That's fine for uh, probably just the next day. Yeah. Do we need okay. to roll like any any? We don't need to do distance at that point, right? Like we're um, just, no. We're just but can I get a perception check from Yarmir, please? Oh. I thought you were saying from everyone. No. Ooh, just about. Technically. Yes. All right, everyone else is setting up the camp. You're you're not strong enough to really be helpful when setting up the camp. No. Um. So you're you're standing by watching when you see the little movements of kobold heads um, off in the the forest and beyond. Okay. Interesting. Um. <clears throat> I guess I just kind of. To give a holler to the, the, the crew as they're making camp. Just say, heads up, we've got more kobold company. Ways out yet, but, you know, they're around. Perhaps we should have our interpreter go greet them. Mm. I, I think we're fine for now. Yeah, let's just yeah. leave them be. <laughs> uh, either I, they don't I, see you or they don't want to interact with you and they don't approach. Okay. Grimes, are we going to say something, though? Nope, if they don't come closer and I don't spot no. them, that's fine. This is how most of the encounters I roll go. Creatures see you and they're like, fuck no, and just walk away. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that's that. You guys bed down. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ferris, you said you guys chop firewood every night, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, if, if we're going down in like, because we do 10 pounds of rations a day, so this is the second night. Um, I'm going to stock up an extra 20 pounds of firewood. Okay. Just like as a as a layover in case we really need it. Sure, it's a, a good damn thing you did because partway through that night the the winds pick up, a storm begins to rage, and your okay. tent begins to press inward from the thick it's ice fine. from the ice so what, storm. What I'm gonna do then? Uh, same thing as last time. I'm gonna get a rope tied around me and I'm gonna go get some emergency wood from the. Yeah, and then I'll I'll go off to you. Yeah. Uh, that I, I, night I or the next well I guess it doesn't matter because it's right dark now. you know yeah it won't make a difference yeah um, probably better honestly because I don't have a light reflecting off of everything causing whiteout okay so it is an ice storm out here so that means you're draining five cold points yep. per hour I have 31 so I'm good uh, well you had 31 but you spent a full day traveling true and then we spent the evening warming up which would be like three or four points an hour I guess so I guess it the, let's see. Um, by the time you made camp, let's call it eight o'clock. It was uh, a light you, day, so it was minus two. Minus right? two, but times eight, so that was minus sixteen. Right. And then, for how you. many did I get back over the course um, of like resting? And then, the let's say the the ice storm will just make the switch at midnight for convenience's sake. So that's four hours of resting sure. in a tent 12. with a fire, gaining. I think that's I think. one point back an hour. So you would have gained. It's four a fur tent. It should be better than that. Fur tent reduces by two, um, which reduces the cold point loss to zero, and a fire gives Plus you four. three back. Okay, so it would have been three, six, nine back. So you should Four be down hours, so 12, 12 back. 12 back, so it was yes. four hours. 
Okay, right. so I'm, I lost four, so I still have 27 points. Okay. And um, I, I have survival, so I get advantage on logging checks or wood cutting. Right, and you're going to head out with a rope tied to you into yes. the ice storm. Give me a... Let me go to my document here. Do-do-do-do-do-do. All right, you step out into the ice. Give me a, um, a strength check. Yep. Yeah. 23, so I get double that because we have a woodcutting axe. Uh, How many pounds is it for every point over? It's I have one pound for every point over, and so you so have four a... Pounds. Yes. Um, uh, second so you hour. get four pounds, and hold on, give me a sec here. Um, what's your, your cold, your warmth at the start of that? 27. 27, okay. Second hour, uh, going back and forth in the ice storm. Give me a check. Okay. 31, that's much better. There I get you 20 go. pounds there. So um, the advantage is for having wait, Sankoza. Wait, isn't it two pounds for every, every no, point over? it's survival. A oh, eight survival. axe gives you times two. Uh, right, I two. thought the base was two, though. No, the base is one. If you have an axe, mm-hmm. it's two points per number over 20. If you have a wood axe, it's three points for every point over 20. There was some debate about whether this was a wood axe. Sankoza. So I recall this, as, and the chat brought it up as well, that... Sanko's axe was described as a woodcutter's axe. Or is it meant to be I specifically axe? bought yeah, wood, woodcutting axes. Which we never requisitioned. Which this out at the fort. I'm going to be very disappointed in our leader. But I think Sanko's axe is a woodcutter's axe. We didn't switch it out at the fort for sure. I think it, it was a woodcutting axe too. Yeah. So, so that's All three right. times then? Correct. Sure. Okay, so I got 36 <laughs> total then. All right. Um... And at the start of that hour, how many? Because you drained five points an hour. 17. Oh, wait, at the start, 22. 22? Okay. I'm going to um, do one more hour and then get well, back hold on. in. Before, you, before you get there, yeah. Yeah. This The second hour, like, trying to move around in an ice storm with this rope tied around you, and it's it's wet and it's cold, and you're, like, getting these icicles dripping from you. You've got these, like, heavy armor and these furs on to keep you good, but he's got they're, light they're armor. still... He, he's still got like the ice. You still I have, have a veil this specifically meant to protect me from the wind. Uncomfortable cold coming in on you, um, and from the the additional brutality of the storm, you drain another three points on top of the five okay. that you would drain. No, I think I'm actually going to go back for now, and I'll let William take over from here. All okay. right. Um, you are regaining a total of one Zero, more point in. per hour in the tent. Oh, okay, that's fine then. I don't have my touch spell either, so I can't offer to creepily touch That's you. That's fine. I can uh, I can just get back one per hour and have William go out in my place. All right. So, so I've got 22. Warm points. Yep. You lost 16 and gained 12, so you should get minus four from your max. Yeah, it's 22. My max okay. is 26. Perfect. Um, you head out to the storm. Boom. 35. You said what was your warmth point at the beginning? 22. 20. Oh, okay. Uh, you also do not fare that well in the storm. The the winds are high, and the the wetness of it, just kind of cold water, begins to run down your shirt as it totally like warms fine. on the side of your neck, and you okay. take another five points of cold. Okay, so we had twenty stockpiled. Storm. We had an extra twenty stockpiled. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I, I assume we had like a night's worth of firewood set up, right? Like, I assume we did that before. It wood. So stockpiled wood. So 64, Greg. Is that including my roll? Wood. Is that including my roll? Yes. Okay. I'll do one more hour, Neil. Okay. Wait, shouldn't it be more because it's times three? Oh, yeah, it's times three. 
I've been doing times two because that's what Neil said. It's times three because it's a woodcutting axe. Yeah, Sunko's axe is woodcutting axe. We're determining So I got now. 36. Uh, Nick got 72 with the first roll. Just okay. divide by two and times by three, Greg. Or wait. Sorry. You know, I think Greg knows how to do basic math. <laughs> 14. Never mind. I did that wrong. Yeah. 40. All right. You come back in after losing another five warmth points from the, the ice storm out there. It is yeah. unpleasant. Uh, I don't know. You've drained 15 points after being out, so you should be down at like seven points by the time you come yeah. back in. That's fine. Mm-hmm. We have um, we have 105 pounds after all that. Okay. Great. Let's relax. Let's wipe this shit out. Yep. That's gonna last us a few days at least, and we'll we'll recover all of our warmth points before it ends. If that that ends badly, Ferris is gonna go around like knock some ice off the tent where it's like compressing in every once in a while. Make sure too too much doesn't stockpile. You do two per hour, right? One per hour. One per hour to gain one warmth back. Yeah, um, and we could bring more to get extra. Three per hour to gain two warmth back. So there's not enough room for us to practice sword fighting here, Sean. God, so no. should, we, <laughs> should we do some wars? I, I figure if we don't find the logging camp or something, we're just going to go back and have a few weeks left over where we'll we'll practice some more. Because yeah, like, we found a good amount, and I don't want to go ranging too far with all this treasure on us. All right, all right. Um... So during this ice storm, I want to check in with Grimes in particular. You have seen a lot of weird magic shit going down in the last couple of days. You know, there's a ghost. Yarmir is like melting bodies and corking them into bottles and shit. Like, have you gotten used to this? Is this something you're you're adjusting to and accepting? Uh, accepting? Sure. I guess it's sort of par for the course at this point. Yeah. If I could get further away I, to a further side of the tent than the uh, than the human goop in a jar, I'm, I might. But eh. is it, these things is don't bother you as much anymore. You're, you're getting pretty chill with it, or what? Maybe not as much. I think I'm still uh, praying for Martha's protection from whatever evil heebie-jeebies we uh, corked up in that bottle over there. But. Has, has Marion always been a, a religious figure? religious man I don't think he I think no more than any other commoner would be you seem to be you seem to be praying to the gods a lot more and asking them to bless your your stuff a lot more these days well yeah it's not every day you have to face 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 and face the undead (sighs) all right Right, I'd make, there's, I feel like uh, turning to the gods is an obvious choice when faced with such supernatural horror. Like, clear, clear sign of yeah. something more than the uh, typical reality. Yeah. The first day of the ice storm passes. Uh, we're going to roll into the second one. Uh, Ferris, during your, your training back at the fort, you felt yourself coming into your own as a sword master and yeah. you could really see the difference in skill between yourself and and William who relies a lot on his brute strength which mm-hmm. you don't have um, can you I, talk, tell me a little bit about strong, but yeah you're right yeah um, tell me a little bit about how you you've learned to battle with, with I practicing think with Ferris William. was noticing like openings I, I'm we mentioned at the fort like uh, William was leaving himself open a lot with like certain attacks and Ferris was trying to like help him fix that and I think mm-hmm. during that whole phase, he kind of, like, realized a lot of things in his sparring with it. Like, he, Ferris dual wields, right? That's really hard to do, right? Because um, you kind of need hand independence to be able to do it correctly with two weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're, because they're not really meant for it. Um, 
you, you can't really do momentum otherwise. And he he put a lot of effort into that, and he kind of has to think through fights very carefully. He put a lot of training into getting where he is. Mm-hmm. More so than you can't... Like, a sword and shield, it's still hard to learn how to fight like a knight, but dual wielding is kind of a different class in of itself, and he kind of got there through, like, skill and talent instead of just, you know, like, like William Brute Strength. Right. Um, and I, I think he's kind of, like, predisposed toward learning, so it's not too surprising that he, he's outpacing William in the, uh, the, the learning department. William will get there. He just has a lot. He has a lot more to uh, to overcome. You know, older older gentlemen learn a little bit more slowly than. Yeah, he's he's got that. He's losing that fluid intelligence. <laughs> Not too old to knock you on your ass. Aren't you older? How, how old is? Actually, you know what? Yeah, Ferris is older than William. Yeah, I am, saying. but I'm a half elf. It's that, so it's, okay. it's that experience that comes with age. Uh, yeah. Right. I, I am older, but um. I'm a half elf, so it's all your good. brain is still more malleable. Yeah. <laughs> all right. the The ice storm wears out after two days. Ah, all right, uh, no so problem. during the blizzard, yeah. I want to very specifically. Um, Melf's acid arrow says a drop of acid, but uh, I don't think we know much about acid, right? Like science is kind of far behind where we are. Right. So I think what I'm gonna do is very carefully like uncork the the body goop, and like I'm gonna like just dip the like tips of these into that as my like drop of acid, like a drop of poison almost, and like let those dry so that they're they're ready to go. Like this is what I'm doing during the blizzard, just like very carefully. Are like, you gonna test like, the spell out with them? Um, sure. I'm not gonna shoot a dog with an acid arrow, but. Um, <laughs> I mean, it like burns into storm, stuff, right? Do we have like extra? Yeah. When the storm passes, we can definitely like chuck an acid arrow in a tree yeah. or something. Sure. It's not, I'm sure acid is it. Like, if the spell exists, we must have an understanding of what acid so, is. Yeah, and you so know that you can find acid in the bellies so, of creatures that you would kill. There, there is stomach yeah. acid oh, yeah. to be found. Yeah, I was gonna and say, even if not, we could probably get it imported in bottles. So, Agua Regia, which is a mix of HCl and nitric acid, has been around since like the eighth century. That's okay, like the alchemy well, shit. Then, I guess maybe I just like force myself to throw up and start dipping them in my stomach acid. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was expecting you to do. That's a very Yarmir thing, though. I, I like it. Yeah, you you binge and purge, buddy. Um. All right. He like throws up the rations and he says, Yarmir, you better eat that back up before you get any more. <laughs> I think you see some of the vinegar wine. I get acid, right? Yeah. So I probably, <laughs> I probably do it in the morning before I eat, right? It's a lot like this, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, you can, do you have a container to hold your, your bile in? Empty wine bottle. Do you have some wine bottles? Yeah. Well, I guess I have another wine bottle, so sure. Sure. <laughs> I kind of... Make I sure you keep the flavor The spell only requires a drop of acid. So I kind of envision it like I throw up and I have acid in like a little pool on the ground. Like, <laughs> I just, like stomach acid. And I just like spent time dipping the like edge of these darts into it so they have a little drop that dries so they're prepared so i don't have to like do this whole rigmarole before i throw the spell dart (laughs) which which would be mildly inconvenient you 
They just vomit up acid arrows. That'd be a fun visual. He oh holds the, the dart in his teeth and like mouth and like that's how he casts a spell as he vomits at the target. Oh my god. That's awful. Alright. Uh, okay. We are I'm so Dude, sorry, chat. We're, like we're horrible. Humans people. aren't very good at pulling the alien spray, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, back um, on the road. So you you prep these these things. We'll <laughs> we'll see how well it works when it comes down to it. But you also, as a backup, you still have maybe like a container with some stuff in it. So if the, the throwing of the dart doesn't work right away, you could maybe pour some in the moment, or you can prep them as part of the spell casting. You, you'll you'll be able to do it. You have multiple methods of creating your acid arrows now. Okay. Yeah. If you add vial of vomit to your character, <laughs> I, I, I will. I will. All right. And next uh, to my vial of human body. Jesus Christ. Essence, vial of liquid flesh. Vial of stomach bile. Yeah. Yeah. God, I feel like Yaromir um, and Georg just... should have met once upon a time. <laughs> the, the two of them are meant for each other. Um, all right, the next day is a light day here in the frozen all wastes right. of Caledonia. Um, can you give me a, a movement check while you scour the area for this, sure. this camp, which should be somewhere near light, you? Right? Yeah. Six and almost seven miles perfect we spiral out i think we're trying we're following the terrain trying to find an old riverbed or something that we can you do out. find an old, old riverbed and you start to follow it kind of up and down um looking for something that could be construed as a an old wood uh lumber mill uh, does somebody well, want to hold my mirror for me or like yeah like, i can i can hold your mirror mail we don't sorry greg sorry sorry uh, um, how much does your mirror weigh a pound all right. uh, small... we, we don't know it's a lumber mill, so we're not just looking for lumber mills. Right. Uh, you do find this kind of causeway where there are no trees that works with the interpretation that these were rivers. Um, yeah. And can I get perception checks from the party, please? Everyone in the party. Nope. 21. Y'all suck. Um, Hey, that's an average. Yo, I passed. You you do pass. You pass better than Sean does. Uh, you're walking around, and there is a... It's not really a building, but there is a wooden pylon that is sticking up above the snow. Um, and it's just like this one... It's definitely not a tree. It's definitely like a, a shaped piece does of wood that's like flat on the top. something that would be used as a signpost? or It's way or too it thick. Like... It's more like okay. part of a building, maybe, okay. that would have been here. A pylon, you now. say? Yeah, <laughs> it's a shot. pylon. <laughs> so this building would be here if it constructed additional pylons. Yes. I've got the Zag one, right? This. I've got the Terran one. Our powers combined, we make <laughs> one half decent player. <laughs> right. Let's. Uh, I pull out my shovel and start trying to dig around the base of this pylon. Did you bring the shovel? Yes. Wonderful. Uh, the pylon goes down a few feet in the snow until it encounters solid ice. Um, and you can spend an hour or so shoveling snow around. Uh, and, well, I, have I, I also have a pickaxe. So. Great. Uh, yeah. And as you, you clear the area, you can see under the ice, which is fairly clear, actually, uh, there are the remains of the bottom third or maybe the bottom quarter of a water wheel. 
that are like still under the ice. It looks like the water wheel that would have come up above it has either been taken or destroyed or disintegrated over time or something and doesn't exist, but the, the water wheel in the river is still intact. Hmm. Doesn't um, sound too valuable. Mm-mm. This pylon is clearly part of a building that must have been here, and if you dig around, you could probably find... So this this must be the fun. river. This must be the water wheel that powered the sawmill. So looking side to side, it must be on either one of these banks, or maybe the banks are buried beneath the snow. Right, no, this, the water wheel is right next to the bank. You, you've, the pylon yeah. would be in the earth, and the, the water wheel would be in the, the ice. Right. Grimes, what makes you think that this isn't what the map was marking? But you don't just put a water wheel in the middle of nowhere. You use it to wheel something, right? The whole water wheel is buried, right? I guess so. There, what remains of it is, in, it's in case. And normally, in water wheels are reasonably above the ground. Well, yeah. So normally, you have like about a quarter of the water wheel underwater, yeah. and the rest of it above. Mm-hmm. And now the whole thing is below water. No, no, no. Just that or bottom quarter is there. The rest of it, the part that would have oh, been above, is entirely. just missing. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought the whole thing was buried. So mm-hmm. it's like. Oh. A, the rest of it like weathered and faded away, but there's like the frozen remains of a quarter of a wheel beneath the Why? Right. Or, or in the last, you know, 1500 years, kobolds and gnolls and dragons it, and shit have just destroyed it. You know, it must uh, have been destroyed. Everything well, else has been preserved in this in this continent. Why would this place vanish? Well, let's uh, split. We got half a day. Let's excavate. Right. Sure. Yeah. How many shovels do you have? One. All right. One, shovel, one, one ice pick. pick. One, one pickaxe. pickaxe. Uh, sure enough, Nick, you, you you shovel snow for a while, and you can find the lower remains of what was probably a lumber mill here. It's like the foundation um, of a lumber. Yeah, there's the foundation, and there's a couple of things that are sticking up, and you find some like planks that are more or less intact, and um, some bits of you know uh, sections of wood that have clearly like they're rounded on one side and flat on the middle, and are just like tossed to the side here or there. Uh, there, there did used to be a lumber mill here once upon a time, but it, it's just gone. There's nothing of value. No. Ah, this is disappointing. I suppose we should go back. So I think we excavate, dig for yeah. buried treasure. Yeah. Maybe camp here the night and then head back to Saltport. Yeah. I did think you so. bring your metal detector? Just based on the position of this town. We clearly have a map that shows it being at the confluence of many rivers that went to a large port city that supported a mining operation. This probably was a place of great trade to any small villages around here. So it might not hold tons of gold, but it could very well have been a commodities trade center. I think you should try to find as many buildings intact as you can in the snow. They may still have commodities that we need, like I don't know, shovels. Um, and they could also, like, the individual shops would have, like, their own caches of gold. Like, you wouldn't see one big cache, but you still might find riches here. I, I, I don't see a situation where this isn't a, like, commodity trade city. Plus, sure, we can, we, we have plenty of time left. We can take we, a day or two to excavate. We've got nothing to do back at Saltport anyway. Besides practice. You, you definitely could use the practice, William. We can practice here. Um, yeah, so it's what, like a month until Zaz returns, something like that? Because today is yeah, we got the, a while. The, it was the 8th, we're expecting around the 15th. Right, so today today's the 13th here. So we got yeah, we've got, we've got so, over a month. I think we should go and try and kill a Yeti at some point as I, well. Eh, 
Why not? I don't want to go to... We have a large amount of treasure, and I think we should probably play it a little bit safe until we've gotten it back. Hmm. Seems like a shame to waste a month. Agreed. But it's not... It won't have been a non-profitable month. Maybe we should try and find the kobolds and ask them if there's anything uh, else human-made around here. Seem awfully fond of those critters. Well, they know more about this land than us. Debatable. Um, looking at the lighthouse plaque, I think there might be another symbol. Like, the lighthouse plaque shows settlements way further north than where we are, right? It shows Saltport, but then, like, it connects to something just out of there. Like, the, presumably the north was towards the salt mine. Could this really have been what was directed south? There's nothing on the salt mine map, but... What are you, what are you referring to, Grumps? Uh, if you look at the lighthouse plaque map, which I think Yaramir either made a copy of or we memorized at some point. Yeah. It looks like there's a second symbol, which we assumed was the logging fort, but the positions don't quite match up. I wonder if there's more... more... Hmm? That's why we chose this location. That's how we found it. Yeah, it looks like it's in the right spot. Mine there. Yeah. A resistor there. I don't don't know (laughs) what that symbol's supposed to read as. Yeah. I say we spend a few days uh, digging around here. Maybe more if you two guys are too scared to go and fight a Yeti. Uh, Greg, you're muted, by the way. Greg, muted. If you place the map where the salt port is on that little red dot... I've just done that. The, the, the lines go pretty much directly to where we are and to where yeah. the salt mine is. Okay. It's, it's a little bit further cool. than I expected, but it is the right yeah. direction. Okay. Cool. But yeah, Technically, let's just spend like a few days here trying to excavate and see if we can find yeah. some like commodities. Yeah. I or think, like any roads or any. Yeah. But after that, I honestly, I think we should just go back to Saltport. By the way, yeah. when I did my watch in Saltport, did the did the brothel light up at night? No. Okay. I forgot to ask about that. Yes, without the with the ghost defeated, the the brothel remains dim. Okay. Cool. All right, let's spend some days excavating, and I'll try and find a cobalt or a, a null for Grimes to talk to. We're pretty close to where the trees were fresh, right? Yeah, we should check around here too. Yeah. Tell me, Ryan, you're you're closer to your school days than I am. When? What is is sap alkaline, or is it? A um, I don't. I think it would be pretty neutral pH. I neutral. It probably depends on the plant, but it'd be. I mean, it's basically like the fluid, like the, the way the plants transport nutrient. Right. Animals neutral. have slightly base, know. neutral or slightly basic pH. Yeah. Typically, I assume trees are the difference, but <coughs> you could... I'm getting would... various saps between six and eight point five. So yeah. very neutral. A little bit. A little bit acidic, but very neutral. Well, six to eight is slightly seven, acidic to seven is neutral. Yeah. Two yeah. is very acidic. Yeah, 14. it's not going to be acid for your spell components. That's what you're right. Wondering. Right. Well, I was hoping it would be incredibly basic, actually. But that's okay. Oh, 
Uh, if you're looking for natural bases, it's usually lye or like bone ash. We can make, we can do that. Yeah, we we certainly have a trail of bones in our wake. We can yeah. fire some of that up and. Make... I mean, I give these dogs three weeks to survive tops, and then we can. Or <laughs> <laughs> we'll just head back to town, and there's a ton of bodies. We can melt yeah. them down and sure. make some human bone ash. Why don't we use those? But we could use that for so much. <laughs> like making stuck. The next day is Friday Why? the 14th of April. It is another light day. Uh, you continue to excavate the layout of this this old lumber mill. It seems to be fairly good size. It's not a, a large lumber mill, but it's a moderately sized lumber mill. Um, and you also, once again, see another group of kobolds cruising around uh, near you. Grimes, did you want to go, go interpret? No, but well, sure. Apparently, William wants to have a conversation. Let's. I'm not sure what for. But... Down the kobolds. Who spots them? Uh, probably one of us. We have the higher perception. Ferris spots them. Does he Grimes. flag them down? Does he flag us down? Uh, I don't. I don't flag them down because I can't communicate with them, and I, I'm a little bit. I like. I head back, tell you, and like direct you back to where they are. All right. William, so, you should come with us. I don't I don't know what you want to talk to them for. Yep, let's go. Greetings, kobolds. <laughs> Arky barky. <laughs> do they and if we come over arcing and waving, do they uh do they Give me a second here? Uh, I gotta figure out how many kobolds there are and if they are any of the kobolds that you know. Personally. We are friends of the Kobolds. It's well known. Uh, friends were their heroes, were their gods. Friends is underselling it, really. Their saviors here to free them from the from you, under the claws of sleet. You flag down the Kobolds. You catch their attention. They don't seem to want to approach you. Um, if we approach can, them, do they run or? Tell them we come in peace. They move back at half the speed that you approach, so they're they're cautious, but they're letting you get a little bit closer. Arr, we can't, we mean you no harm. Come in peace. Do can I recognize which pack these are? They I should at least be able to tell if they're wet furs or if they're. Give me a charisma check, Grimes. I already passed a charisma check to identify. Uh, yeah, I'm asking you to do it again. I fail this time, so they they look like they aren't wet furs because that's the group I was able to identify last time, right? Mm. Or at least I'm pretty confident they're not wet furs, but I can't. You're, you're just concerned. You're not really sure which kobolds these are. Is okay. is it? Right, um, do they let us let us close? Yeah, they'll let you get close enough to talk, but they're they're going to keep you at about a hundred feet. Um, and one of them will speak up and say, "What? What? What do you face?" Ah, uh, we know furs of the Caldonian expedition. What pack do you run with? <clears throat> One kobold sticks her chest out strong and says, we are Greyback. Hmm. I translate that. They're Greybacks, uh, not a tribe we've encountered, or not a pack we've encountered before. All right, well, um, let's... 
offer them a tinderbox if they'll tell us the location of any other man-made buildings. I don't know how you'd convey that to them, but... Do we really want to give fire-making proficiencies to, to these, these simpletons? What will they do with it? Burn the forest down? They likely already know how to make fire. I don't think they do. Really? <clears throat> I must. I approach a little closer. Perhaps you have heard of us. We are... We are giant slayers. Dragon hunters. Sneeble has spoken of you. You know Sneeble? They nod. It nods. She nods. I learned back. What do you wish to know, William? Um, the location of any other human buildings or settlements in these okay, areas. We're pretty near the sawmill, right? So I, I like point towards where the sawmill is. And I was like, we're, we're digging up uh, ruins. Are there any other human settlements you know of about? Oh. Nearby. It pauses, chews over this strange combination of words that it's not entirely familiar with, and then makes an intelligence check, <laughs> which it passes with flying colors and, and points uh, northeast and says, bad, no go. Saltport? Is it a uh, haunted? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere else. else? Yeah. At, they only seem to know of Saltport. Mm, they point due north. Yeah. To the mine. mine and the tower. Yep. They point oh, to the tower. Right. They point southeast as well. Bad dogs. And I. Yeah. Uh, it calls out four. Actually, it calls out five locations: two to the northeast, one to the southeast. Uh, one north and one southwest. Two to the northeast. With the lighthouse. Yeah, so I think it's everything. I don't think there's any new information to be gathered here. Okay. Do you say two to the southeast? One southeast. And then one southwest? Yeah. yeah. So we've got it all. Yeah, we got it all. Okay, so um, what else could we get from them? Yeah, kobold. They're not even worth grinding for experience. If if we are going to kill Sleet, um, it would be worthwhile finding a way exactly to its lair. Not saying that we follow these kobolds there now, but plant every every single kobold and knoll we've asked said they would lead us to Sleet's lair. Yeah, sure. I okay. think it's just a matter. It's just a matter of well, I think time. Okay. Um. In character, the Aramir didn't want to fight a dragon. <laughs> we need to fight this dragon. We just got a letter that said, boys, I'm going to need you to fight. We're talking out of character. I ain't fighting a dragon until my wizard's got some useful third level spells, which maybe we he does, need... and my fighters get their weapon mastery. All right, fair enough. They, su- they seem like reasonable goals. Back. We need to have a plan. We, need to, we do need to find its lair. We do need to figure out where it sleeps, eats, hunts. We need to figure out how we're gonna ground it so it can't fly yeah we need to we need to formulate a way to kill it because walking up and fighting it is death yes i agree and i think that's why i part part of why i want to play safe i want to like go back use some of our funds to buy some things and then come back with the intention of killing sleep yeah okay well we're just about out of time here so why don't we wrap up our show and you guys can use the next week to sort of figure out what you want to do with the roughly one month you have until uh someone comes and picks you up before we wrap up the show i want to go to the grove of fresh trees 
Um, and I want to compare them to the old trees. Um, if magic need be, I'll put my seven-pointed star down. I want to extract the resin from these trees um, and then see if I can emulate the rapid aging process that we see with the bodies that I've been studying to fossilize the resin. Okay. The next day is a moderate day. Um, I think that's probably more than enough. To, well, I don't know. Give me a movement check for the next day. Uh, D6 <laughs> plus three. Uh, D6 plus three. Where are we going? We're just going back to the, the salt port. Mm-hmm. All right. So D6 plus three times three, four. We go three miles. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, it is about five miles to there, so it's going to take you another day. Oh, okay, it's uh, the fresh trees. Okay. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay, I was very confused for a second. The next day, I believe, is light. Yes, the next day is light. So D8 plus six. No Perfect. Problem. Okay. You get all the way to the area where you found the fresh trees with enough extra time that you can kind of look around for these trees. It'll take you a while to find them because they don't look any different than the other trees in the area. They look just the same. Right. Um, but eventually you will find one. The first thing I want to do, when we cut pieces of the dead trees off, they age very quickly in our hands, right? That was canon. Uh, whether they age quickly or they're already aged, like, the the, the quickness would be so fast that you couldn't tell if they're aging instantly if they're pre-aged. You know what I mean? Okay, cool. Um, So I guess, (coughs) basically, my plan here is to... um, I I, I was hoping they would age very quickly in my hands because I thought that's what happened when we cut off a branch last time. And then I could tie that to the body that we've been melting and use a ritual to create that rapid aging, but then do it to a living tree, extract the resin out of it, and fossilize it with that rapid aging. (laughs) Okay. So, you want to cut a little section of living tree. So basically, basically, I, I'm gonna do I'm gonna experiment with the old trees mm-hmm. to finalize like do do some like magical research into that aging process that we see with the bodies and then perform a, like and then spend like a day like extracting the resin out of these trees in Kedonia and then performing a ritual at the end of the day to try to replicate that increased aging process and in so doing, um, in thousands of years would fossilize the resin, which would give me amber that I could then grind up for my spell. Nice. Okay. Uh, we're going to do a similar thing to the golem-making thing. Um, give me a <laughs> D100 for every day that you attempt this ritual, okay. uh, and we'll we'll just see how it goes. Um, how about okay. a 27? That will not do it on Easter Sunday the 6th of April. Um, 
Whoa, wait, what? It's not actually Easter Sunday, but my calendar says Easter Sunday on it. Well, how's it the 6th of April? We got here on 16th, the 16th. 16th, I'm oh, sorry. Okay. My, my mistake. I was really confused. You, as you should I thought be. we had gone back in time, I was, I was about to say. Where's my pen not writing? That's much better. Wonderful. Uh... If you guys want to like sit here and wait a few days, we can roll some weather checks and encounter checks, and we can keep go doing this process. Um, I don't know how much you want to wait now, or how uh, much so you want I to come back and do this next week. I think Fair. what we should do. I just want to extract a large amount of resin and maybe take it with us to Saltport, because it sounds like the rest of the party wanted to do some downtime activities there. Yeah. And okay. so, like during when the party does that, I'll spend time trying to turn this into amber. Yeah, I was actually going to say, like, I was hoping we could get back to Saltport and do, like, the downtime there before we called it, because then we'd have the ship coming in, and then we'd, like, we go into the next fresh. session going back and needed having everything prepped. Okay, so you can collect a bunch of sap, and it is about 13 miles to Saltport. The next day is a moderate day. Um, so give me a, a check, a movement rate. Moderate day, so D6 plus three again. Yeah. 4.5 miles. All right, you go 4.5 miles. Uh, Willie, make me a perception check. <coughs> Whoops. Third time's a charm. No, all right. Epic. Uh, next day is a light day. Is it a so light? Or is it a calm? No, yeah, it's a light day. Four, seven and a half miles. I think that's actually enough. Uh, nope, nope, not quite. We You're can close. Push. Uh, we yeah, can you push can push it. It's fine. Yeah, I think yeah. I think we can. Okay. All right, you will make it to Saltport <laughs> late on Tuesday, the eighteenth. During the downtime, I want to do some more practice with uh, with William, and I, and I think that's going to solidify my mastery. Probably. And yeah. does the ship okay. arrive? How long do Today's we have? The, ninth, the next day will be the 19th. You're expecting Zaz somewhere around the 15th. Yeah. So yeah, are we just going to, should we just time skip that, or do you want to wait until next we'll, session? We'll bring it back. Next session, we'll start with your downtime here, and we'll okay. see how it goes. That's fine. XP? We probably even got time to go to Yeti's. Yeah, I think we should. I think we should kill a Yeti. Why not? I kind of want to get the the mastery out of the way as part of the part of the issue. I think you'll get it. We got three weeks, so you can do a week of training. Then we can maybe even, with a couple of extra pittons, I may even be able to like forge a route. Yeah, like, you might be able to scout ahead while we do our training, Ooh. and then no, that would a, be good. find a good path for us. Yeah. All right. So do you have a rope though for for if we go into the mountains to climb? I have two hundred feet or one hundred feet of rope, which I think okay. is enough to span the Yeti crossing or whatever. Okay. We'll look at that next week. Experience? Oh, yeah, let's do some experience. <clears throat> um, let's say that's about that. So you killed a ghost. You, uh, Yaromir did some interesting spell research, which I don't think has been <laughs> revealed. Uh, you learned three spells, four spells. I learned, I learned levitate, metal sassadero. Um, I learned sepia snake sigil, sepia snake sigil, fire flow, and fire flow four. Okay, 
You learned four spells. You did the thing with the onk. Uh, right, you did your golem research, which... Where are, you, where are you up to with that, actually? Or have you not said? He is we're, not we're, said. we're creating a golem, man. Okay. Uh, you have found, you um, have looted some more treasure. You said you got like 500,000 was the copper was the total amount of treasure you gained. Yeah. I don't think I'm giving you cash experience. 700 gold coins, 2,000 gold. So 2,700 gold coins and 300 mm-hmm. platinum coins and 170 <sighs> copper pieces sure. worth of art. Uh, you found a small ruin. Um, wasn't very worth, wasn't worth anything, but it was uh, worth some experience here. Um, let's see. Uh, story has progressed back on the mainland. That's not worth any speed. Let's do some role playing in here. Had some good sessions with that. Uh, and we'll divide it among four <laughs> players and let everyone take home 1,925 experience. Not bad. 22 for XP check. 24570.95. Nice. Well, obviously, we, we're going to get that one experience. Yeah, we've always got a whole extra experience there. It's been worth it. That's why you track it. <laughs> yeah. All right. I uh, take it nobody levels up. No. I've got another 10k to go. I got about 3k to go. Ooh. Uh, seven. Seven and a half. Not bad. Like 16,000. I think at some point we may need to rebalance my levels because priests, you, we're basing off my, me off of priests and they start getting stupid. Right. Yeah, no, they don't. They, they start getting... They go up. They go up exponentially or something, don't they? Yes, but I'm, I'm going to say if, the, if we're going to make you better, we should be making fighters better because we're worse off than you are. No, boy, well, he's not actually a cleric. Yeah. Saying I'm that, yeah, clerics scale differently because they start getting powerful spells and I'm not going to get any better as we get higher levels. Okay, right. you say that, but wizards don't scale that way and they get even better spells. Okay, so what we're going to do, Grimes, is we're going to start you at the um, the cleric base of 1500, but we'll scale you identically to a rogue. So we'll take the, the rogue scales, but just start with a different base, if that makes sense. Okay, I'll look into that. Because rogue doubles, 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 and then like 1.75s, and then a little bit less. So we'll just use that same progression. Okay. Oh, all right. I'll make a table for you. Yeah. Okay. All right, everybody. This has been Frozen Frontier. We will be back next week, assuming that Greg doesn't die. Um, if Greg <laughs> literally dies in the real world, uh, I have no idea what we'll do with this program. Well, so I mean, we'll we'll probably be back. But yeah, I mean, we'll just play with Adam. It'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. I'll I'll take over Yarmir's character. There you go. <laughs> Russian accent. This is all good. <laughs> then there'll be tryouts for who can be a freaky wizard. Yeah, that's what that's what we'll do. And then uh, I guess the ghost of Yaromir will have to come back and haunt you guys as players, or something. Yep. Like that. All right, that's it. We will be back next week. See you all later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, I'll throw up a discussion thread right now. Thank you.